Well, good thing Wonder Woman can't lose any balls. Dude, just 2021. All right? Just because... <laughs> just because uh, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot is a birthing person doesn't <laughs> mean... Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. How dare, you assume, her. How dare <laughs> you assume her pronouns <laughs> and her <laughs> biological functions or like thereof. Oh, it's like trying to explain to my daughter what, what like, is Sunny Kiss a, a guy or a girl? I don't even know who that is, but it's probably it's a wrestler AEW. Oh, that's the first transgender wrestler. Yeah, and I'm trying who, to. Who I'm is like, it again? Sunny Kiss. I don't know who that is. It's, it's probably best. actually. <laughs> it's probably best. Main, we don't know. Main guys I'm following AEW is like Kenny Omega and Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy's a man. Dude, uh, um, that dude's so fucking hilarious. Dude, he's freshly squeezed. MJB <laughs> or M- M- MJ MJF is my boy. Yeah, yeah. I heard my that wrestler really right now with him and uh him and Cole, Jer- him and Jericho. Yeah, Adam Cole. Jericho, dude. Yeah, Cam, I'm so glad he's over there. So am I. He looks so happy. I mean, dude, I I really thought he was gonna be like the next big thing in WWE, even though he's tiny and they don't like tiny guys. But he's yeah, just yet they, so... yet they like had Daniel Bryan at the top, but they're not only tiny guys. Yeah, well, I mean, AJ Styles carried that company for a while too, but like yeah, they don't, I mean, they don't not keep only that tiny guys. Yeah, to but they hindered him for gender. Had the he had the longest reign for a while. But dude, his reign was like four hundred days. I didn't even realize that. Jinder Mahal is the modern day Maharaja, and he is absolutely freaking amazing. <laughs> modern day dumpster fire. The modern day I will Maharaja. Say. I will say I'm not a huge fan of him, but ever since he got Jack, ever since he got Jack, he became like a hundred times better. Oh, dude! Okay, so like, so what does that say? Like, so uh, friggin' uh, you got them roid titties too? Yeah, he does. Uh, (laughs) So you're saying all he, all he, uh, he's uh, he Slater. What the hell was his name? He Slater needs to do is go get jacked and come back. He gets a WWE title shot. All he needs to do is come back, and WWE needs to realize that I got kids is a good angle. (laughs) I was say he got kids. That was so gold, and they just got sold for a while too. Same thing with Rusev Day. They just threw it away. Which is that's Aiden English though. Aiden English made that whole Rusev Day, but still, it was a great angle. It was so stupid, but it was funny. Welcome to the Loot Bros Wrestlecast. <laughs> this oh, Sunday did. night. No. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Truckosaurus. I don't know, but if we're going to talk wrestling all night, I'd rather go to something else. <laughs> wow. Spoke like a true hater. Wow. I know, right? What a Sour Patch kid. Wow. <laughs> you called her a Sour Patch. I feel the menace countdown on the clock again. Feel like I'm playing in a game that I can never win. Time is running out, I know I gotta make a choice. So many whispers in my ear that I can't hear my voice. Tell me, will it in the situation that I'm in? Or am I bound to sit alone, drowning in my sins? Get right or get left, what will it be? Time is running out, the blood is flowing down the streets. People need to know we're living in a war zone. Hit the streets with the truth, tell them that it's old. Oh my gosh, my freaking wife just showed up. Wow, babe. Wow, way to ruin my flow. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many people are doing that. The wow thing. She has, she's never even met before. So. <laughs> you should be branded on a shirt. <laughs> wow. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I am your host, Resident Daryl. And this week, we got a full panel. That's right. We got Zach. Giggity. 
We got T-Bird. We got Joe. Yo. And we got AEW's biggest fan, the WWE <laughs> Hall of Famer. We got coming in clutch guy. What up, everybody? I feel like I should have just a monosymbol after everybody's else. <laughs> That's right. She loves wrestling and she's here to talk the dirt sheet. That's right. We're getting into the nitty gritty. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Chilling. Chilling. Chilling like a villain. It's all good. It's all good in the hood? It's all good. Everybody? All right. Well, cool. Since you guys sound like a bunch of freaking drones, a bunch of, bunch of robots, a bunch of corn Dude, pops. it's fan-freaking-tastic. I'm on my vacation. I'm ending oh, up my vacation. I'm so close. I'm so Played close some to games. I thought about buying WarioWare today and then yeah. didn't buy it. And you're smart because you didn't buy it. Don't well, sink in. I'm starting those, to like uh, really honestly think that I have too many rasp. games. Ooh, whoa, that's, that's, that's dirty words right there. I know. I, I don't how know what's going you. on. How, how dare you? Am I adulting too hard right now? Yeah, you should probably think think about what you did. Go to timeout for a little bit. Come back. <laughs> I, have to go to the, I have to go to the tricky room. I will say, I kind of, like, all jokes aside, I kind of feel you on that. Like, I've got so many games that, like, I'm way past the point of never going to be able to finish all these. And last month, the month of August, I think I bought, like, I'm not even exaggerating, close to 500 games. Dude, that's, it, like, it was that's disgusting. It was definitely <laughs> over 300. <laughs> like, it's it's ridiculous. I started filling up shelves down in the basement. I'm like, whoa, somebody has a problem. I mean, clearly it's not me, but somebody has a problem. <laughs> You're like, like Spider Pack. Stop buying all these games. Yeah, I got like I got like this giant box of Wii games. I got a whole friggin' sleeve of. I thought you were about to just say you had a giant box of weed. I mean, you know, it's 2021. Things are legal these days. I just liked whoever ripped ass <laughs> in the middle of that. that I, I wasn't gonna call anybody out for it, but I was like, maybe that was Kalai. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I got not me. <laughs> That's coming in clutch. <laughs> she was like, put the brakes on. Urgh, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Why? Why do I keep doing the show? <laughs> Sometimes you have to ask yourself deep questions. What's up, everybody? I play PC and I like Nintendo. Skirt, skirt. Uh, all right, guys. This is Loot Bros Podcast. Sometimes we talk about video games. Sometimes we make a. Say a bunch of nonsense. <clears throat> Sometimes people rib A on the show and then we don't know who it is. If you like what you're listening to, <laughs> you probably don't. Follow us everywhere. Subscribe. We do a bunch of shows. We have a Patreon. You can get in on that Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. <clears throat> we got lots of good stuff on there. We had to do the Super Loot Bros. That's right. An extra episode on the Loot Bros podcast. Super Loot Bros is a little more focused on a topic, not so much focused on all the community stuff, and it's not so much focused on what we've been playing, but more so something very topical. And then we do the Loot Bros Deep Dive, where we take a game. Uh, it could be a game. It could be a movie. It could be a TV series. I don't know. It's always a mystery. And then we dive into it deep. We cover it in depth and do our, I guess, what you would consider a Loot Bros review on it. So with that being said, this is the part of the show where we come together, we celebrate our Patreon producers, and we toast to something positive 
in a world and an industry full of negativity. I don't know how often on the show, if ever, I've actually explained the whole point of the toast. I know I've said it on other shows, like, like hey, this is why we do this, but I don't know how many, how many times I've said that on this show that the reason why we toast is to celebrate things in an industry uh, and a world where everything just seems extremely negative. You know, everyone's got an opinion about games. Everyone's got like, oh, this sucks. That sucks. This is trash. I didn't get mine. Why'd you get yours? Uh, that shouldn't exist kind of thing. So the point of the toast is always to celebrate something positive. So with that being said, we want to celebrate our Patreon producers. Uh, we have Veronica. My name is Mayo, Enzy Nitro, and CJ, the greatest pony of them all. And we're also going to toast to that awesome, fantastic, amazing PS showcase. That's right. Nintendo, Xbox, PC. Oh, you mean that? That's how it's done. You mean that uh, showcase about put me to sleep? Was it? Oh, I'm sorry. I can't hear you over my toast because it was just so much awesome. Giant okay. slurp. <laughs> and I mean, basically, sucks. Ass. Yeah, it is because it's Pepsi. You should be drinking Diet Coke. I'd be drinking Diet anything. You're probably Ugh. right. You're probably right. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, that, they should have renamed that PS showcase into the Marvel showcase. Yes, boring. Sam, what'd you say? You heard me. <laughs> Come on, man. This showcase was awesome. If you didn't like that, thing was seeing Venom and seeing the Fat Thor. What about okay? Fat Thor was was what it was. <laughs> Venom was dope as freak. What about the um the anime Bayonetta chick? Dude, that game is the best that thing was they a showed. Tanner freaking game right there. You lie. That's no, bullshit. You lie. That's right. I'm calling it. Tanner, that was a Tanner game. That no. was like. If Bayonetta and Nier Automata, Automata had a baby, they bumped uglies and had a baby. Oh, oh what? You don't like anime no more? Nope. She was all like, and then they were like subtitling everything. I mean, that was like, <laughs> That's like that game was so anime, it wasn't even in English. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's like a prerequisite to anime. It's like, can't be in English. It's English, it's cartoons. That's some walkie-talkie stuff. I ever saw it. I was well, watching that. That's joint. not true. They even had a slow motion uh, vag shot. Like I was like, that is a one thousand percent a Tanner A game. Oh, you like them Sunrock games or whatever they are. I like the edited versions. Thank you. Sure. Trophy. Wow! 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 All right, Tanner. Well, where, 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 since you're going to start the show off with your with your poop mouth. Why don't you come on in and tell us what you've been playing? Uh, I've just been playing Destiny 2, so nah, that's it. See, there's your freaking problem right there, Tanner. You're playing Destiny. It has made you jaded. You don't appreciate good anime games. Most anime games are trash. Okay, you're you're right. I won't fight you on that one. Because <laughs> the ones I've bought have been really bad. I'm like, okay, never again. <laughs> that sucks. So. All right, Des- just just destiny and nothing new. That's just been kind of grinding. Yeah, I'm just doing the old grinding. All right, all right. So basically, we need to get like a little sound effect from like an old R and B song. Grind with me, take your time with me. No, I mean that'll work. <laughs> 
right. Or what about like some a little more hip hop, you know, a little more upbeat, you know, I'm always on my grind. Zach, what you been playing? Uh, pretty much the same crap as usual. Minecraft, so, nothing. Uh, I was gonna say nothing, but <laughs> I was yeah, gonna say himself. Whoa! I mean, <laughs> wow, that's an A tier game right there, <laughs> or a D tier game. No, I, I really just been trying to catch up on the Fortnite Battle Pass before it ends. Uh, that's so like was, tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I think it's Monday. That's close. It's not too much more time left. So that's what I've been playing, pretty much. Okay, okay, all right. What about you, Kalai? I've actually been playing a few games for once. <laughs> now, this first one, don't don't get all excited. Don't go out. Your I, I don't be complaining because I'm I'm playing an exclusive. Oh, get excited! Here we go. I'm playing Ratchet and Clank. Ah, about freaking time, Kawhi. About freaking time. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> it's good, isn't uh, it? <clears throat> I like it. Uh, I do. I do like it. Um, and it's actually very. I like the humor. The humor is fantastic in the game. Yeah. But uh, I'm having like. Uh, a little difficulty within most uh, trophy. Most PlayStation games that there's a lot of cutscenes in the game. Yeah, those are called story. I know you're not used to that over in the Xbox side, but uh, that's usually where you put the story in your games. Not that much. It's like Final Fantasy level shit. I don't disagree. Uh, you know, like, oh, okay, let's stop and have an entire, you know, cutscene. Yeah, those are those are called conversations. They usually carry the story. I know, I know, on Xbox side, you you guys don't really have that kind of stuff. You know, it's like it's like oh, shooter games. That's it. Well, that's not true. Gears of War has a great story. You know what? They don't really make those anymore now, do they? Achievement. He's cranking nineties. <laughs> I'm cranking nineties in Fortnite, Morty. <laughs> so, so Kali, back to um, Ratchet and Clank. I so I like Ratchet and Clank games pretty good. Uh, I was never a um, like I didn't have like crazy nostalgia for them back when mm-hmm. I because I didn't play them until way later. So for me, I didn't love the earlier ones that I went back and played, but like that one you're playing, the 2016 Ratchet and Clank. I really enjoyed. This is my first one. Our good friend of the show, Matt, lent it to me. Yep. I figured, yeah, I figured I'd try it because I did actually beat, um, what did I beat? I beat a game off my backlog beatdown. Oh, so. I beat the the Zero game. Joe, what game did I beat? Uh, Blaster Master Zero. Thank you. Yes. Blaster Master Zero. Sounds oddly sexual. Oh, come on. It's a Metrophania. I really liked it. So I definitely did beat that because it's been a little bit of a while on the show. I also took some advice from Daryl. Oh, here we go. Oh, 
I don't know how excited you'll be. So we had a conversation last week, I believe, on the Super Loop Bros episode. Before we even started recording, you made the point that I'm all into the Game Pass, and yet I've never, I don't play on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, crap, he's kind of right. So a lot of my games, I'm like you. I, I play games a lot of times when I watch TV with my husband. And I find it hard and very difficult to do like games like Ratchet and Clank where you really want to pay attention to the story. Right. So I was like looking for a game that I could play. I could actually just like, you know, play while I watch TV. So I totally started Slime Rancher. My daughter loves that game. It's so it's so absolute it's so absolutely funny. It's so cute. I had to restart the game because I didn't realize that there was like a whole section I was missing. So I thought I really got stuck in the game. Apparently I did not because I was, I set up like, so for those that don't know, let me start with this. For those that don't know, Slime Rancher is this very Zen game where you're collecting slimes and, and making like a little ranch and earning money to buy like upgrades for your ranch. Well, I didn't realize there was a whole other section I was supposed to find to begin the game with. Because I, you know, put my slimes in their first little cage. And then I was like, right next to them, I set up the chicken coop. So you can have a chicken coop because you're supposed to feed them chicken. I was like, this is, this is great. But I'm like, every time I would walk away, one of the slimes would jump out of the pen and get into the chicken coop and eat the chickens. So at some point, I had no food for them. Because I didn't realize I had to set up like a farm and everything. You know, it was actually really kind of funny. I dig it. Yeah, my, I watched my daughter play that game. It, it's She loved it. Yeah, I heard it was really fun. Yeah, and it's on Game Pass. So I think it's on PS Now as well. There is my, uh, my Game Pass plug. Phil, give me my money. <laughs> give me my money. Yeah. Um else i've been playing uh no i gotta get back into boyfriend dungeon oh i restarted moonlighter so i've been playing a little bit about that because our episode of uh the drift cast joe and i talked about moonlighter joe and then you made i like wanted to go play it again game's amazing yeah so much fun just started playing it on ps now because it just came to ps now oh did it yep there you go. I highly recommend it. I'll dig that. I'll dig that. All right. Anything else, Cla? Uh no, not really. Not really, no. Very cool. All right, Joe. Um well I played a lot of games. So on vacation. Not as much as I would like to have played, but I played a fair amount. Uh I I was trying to concentrate on beating Spider Man. Uh twenty eighteen Spider Man again again for uh this time for PS5. Yeah. I just made it to Act 3, so I'll probably finish it while we're recording tonight. But uh, it was New Game Tuesday for PlayStation this past week, so I played a lot of stuff. Uh, I checked out Predator Hunting Grounds. That game is dope. Yeah, It's way better game. than it has any right being. It's crossplay with PC as well. What is well, it? that's probably why there's still people playing it, because ain't nobody playing that thing on PlayStation. Well, they are now, because it's free this month. But yeah, yeah it, it, um, so Predator Hunting Grounds is one of those like uh, 4v1 
style games where you uh, have objectives and things to do. You're you're you can either be the predator hunting like actual like soldiers, oh, or you can. Is be, that the game? I think you bought me that game, didn't you? I think For so. The PlayStation. Yep. 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 Just, Did you get them like a five dollar copy when they're five bucks? Well, no, I was trying to. So what I like to do with my family is I like to buy uh, games that I want to play with people for them in hopes they'll play with me. And most of the time, what happens is they never open them. <laughs> so I bought Zach that, and I my brother bought it, and I was hoping that we'd all get together and play it, or you know, like get online together and play it. Dude, let's squat up. We should. Yeah, I was about to say we should do that sometimes. Hey, da- hey, Daryl. You. As um, I am your sister. If you buy me a PlayStation Five, I'll play with you. Uh, you know what? I would <laughs> I would do that, but I just really feel like I've been burnt over the years by other family members, so they've kind of ruined it for you. So sorry. <laughs> there had to be a, like a time requirement of how much you'd have to play each day. <laughs> well, I don't get to play every day. I don't get to play every week. So if I don't stash consoles in random places around my house and work, I'll never get to play. Daryl pulling a Vita out of his toilet, like out of like a plastic bag, <laughs> baggie that's like waterproof in his toilet. Dude, I keep my toilet. I keep a Vita in my book bag at work, and then I got a PS3 uh, in my office and an Xbox One in my office. <clears throat> Trophy. Make make you lose control. Very yeah, nice. really? Very nice. Yeah, I got. I bought an Xbox. So when my kids, um, when my kids like come to the office with me like yeah. I, I turn around i turn i got two monitors in my room so i just spin one around and let them use it to play games mm. so I gotcha. uh, i'm never in there so it doesn't bother me any so they uh they just play they play video games in in my office so i put i, I got an xbox one and then i got um i got a freaking ps3 in there so they play they'll play like call of duty black ops on ps3 and they'll play uh the like zombie mode They'll play Call of Duty Ghosts, Extinction, and then they'll play, um, like, I got the, uh, I, I bought the Xbox specifically to have a Game Pass machine in there. So, because even though I have fundamental issues with the way they're doing things and what the ramifications are for the industry at large, I still support them. <laughs> so, anyways, Joe, what else have you been playing? A lot of stuff, honestly, like. I played, like I said, I played Moonlighter on PS4 because it just dropped on PlayStation Now. So you can check out Moonlighter for those of you who haven't played it. It's kind of, how do I explain this? It's a roguelike where you basically own a store and everything that you take out of the dungeon, you could sell in the store. There you go. So it's got a really cool premise and it's really deep and the things you can do in that game are pretty dope. Um, I played Overcooked all-you-can-eat edition on PS5 with Corey, and I haven't had that much fun playing a multiplayer game in the longest time. Like, we were laughing our asses off at how bad we were at Overcooked. <laughs> yeah. But the all-you-can-eat edition has everything included for PS5, and it's, it was a free PS5 game for PlayStation Plus this month. I highly recommend everyone download that game. Yeah, I, I actually bought all the games up to this point. Like, I bought them for my kids, and all they do is fight while they play. <laughs> Pax, all I hear they start playing all I hear is Paxton Paxton no Paxton <laughs> I'll yell at him like he, he's six bro he's, he's cooking the best he can <laughs> but, and then um, I picked up Super Lucky's Tale for PS4 I bought I found a copy of Best Buy finally I've been looking for it for a while I didn't want to buy a digital I want to actually own it so oh, picked snap. it up game is fun it's a really cool old school like 3D platformer 
with kind of like that that kind of Clash Bandicoot or kind of Mario 64 kind of feel to it. Like you go on the level, you have your objectives, you unlock like these pages from this book that you have to put back together. It's a pretty cool premise. I'm really liking it. It's a cute little game. I'm having fun with it. I got like 19% of the trophies done already in like one sitting. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. I checked out uh, Remnant from the Ashes on PS4. Okay. That's I played I the demo and then I just stopped. Game. Or not the demo. I played the intro and then I just stopped playing it because I was like, there's a lot of talking. I don't got time for this shit right now. <laughs> like way too much talking. Like Metal Gear talking. Like, like stop. Just stop talking. I want to shoot things. My, my son beat that game. He beat it, you said? Oh, yeah. Nice. He, lo- he nice. loves his soul style games. So I I played a lot. I beat two more worlds in Kingdom Hearts 3. I just wanted to end now. It's overstated. It's <laughs> welcome. <laughs> game's just not very good. Like, I see what they're trying to do. I'm just not a fan. Oh, you're not a fan of a bad video game? <laughs> oh. Oh, this guy. No, not really. No. No, I am not, sir. No. No, I am not. That's, I mean, that pretty much rounds out the, the majority of what I played. Like I said, I, I, most of my time is spent playing Spider-Man this week. Dang, dang, dang. Well, um, while you were talking, I was trying not to be rude, but I just I got a platinum trophy. Exactly. Make you lose control. Oh, snap. Congrats, yeah. sir. Platinum trophy. And um, Donuts and Justice. It's like a little, uh, it's a rat game, but it's like a, a narc. Like, you remember Narc from the SNES? I mean, excuse me, the NES? Mm-hmm. It's like a little side-scrolling shooter. You're cops. You're killing bad guys, and you're getting their drugs and stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I just uh, just got that one. It's got the Platinum. I actually didn't realize I was so close to it, and I was looking for something just to jam buttons on when it's not my turn to talk, and I was like, oh, well, what do you know? Booyah, Platinum. So, uh, that's a good one. And then... Uh, I also, while I'm on the subject of rat plats, I got six other rat plats this week. So this past weekend for Labor Day, I decided I wasn't going to do anything and just sat around the house and play video games, which never happens. Um, I did edit some music for uh, for a client, um, but yeah. So I got the platinum in Gut Whale. Have you guys? Have any of you guys heard of or played the Rattle Like a Game Gut Whale? Oh yeah, totally. No, no. It is one I've been sitting on for a while. Um, it, how do I put it? It's it's not good, but it's like in it's intense, and it kept me playing it. It's a roguelike, and you're falling down three levels. Like it's like, and so you land on a, on a level, and you have um, you have to kill all the enemies, and then you progress to the next level, and then you kill the enemies, and then you progress to the next level. But one hit, you're well. You wear you can you have three different hats you can choose from. Each hat has a different like modifier or multiplier, and essentially it's one to three hits and you're dead. And then you start over, and it's only three stages of three levels, so technically nine. But it was so intense and so insanely frustrating because I'd get so close to the end and I would die. And then there are certain trophies for like killing certain types of animals. So if you wear a certain hat, it turns everything into that animal. And, but you only get one bullet. So you have to run and go pick your bullet up. And it was, I've never played anything like it. I'm sure lots of games like this exist, but that I don't typically play them. 
And I feel like CJ told me he didn't enjoy this game. I don't want to speak for him, but I'm pretty positive. He's like, this one kind of sucked a little bit or it was, he didn't like it because it was frustrating either way. I didn't like it either, but I couldn't stop playing it because I wanted to beat it. I didn't want it to beat me. So uh, I ended up platinuming the PS4 and PS5 versions. Once I got, once I got the hang of it, I was able to run through the second version. Uh, I platinumed a little puzzler called Orby bot and then Barry the bunny, another little platformer. Uh, I've been playing some Senrock Agura uh, Estival versus on the Vita. Still good. Uh, I, I figured out like last uh, last week when we were recording, I didn't realize what I was missing to progress to the next few levels. And you have to go and destroy these little shrines in each level. And you have to have a certain amount of them to progress uh, throughout the game. So either way, I got that knocked out. I think last week I said I beat the story mode on WWE 2K20. I'm not 100% positive. Yes, you did last week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I beat another chapter in Battlefield Five. The game is not good. Nope. Um, like T Bird, you played that game, right? Unfortunately, like I, I just I'm I want to enjoy the story mode, but it's just not fun. There's nothing to enjoy about that story mode. Yeah, it's just it's really boring. It's almost like a tutorial. That's the best way to think about it. It's weird because like I beat the prelude and then I beat the first chapter and I really hate the flying in the game. Like really hate the flying or flying and shooting. But like, I don't know. It's just not fun. I, I, I put it on my list because I really wanted to beat it. I was like, oh man, I enjoyed Battlefield um, 4's campaign and Battlefield 3's campaign. I, I bet if one was okay and it was, it was unique for what it was, but this is like a lesser version of that. Like, it's like, okay, we don't get the backlash if we put some kind of campaign in our game. So let's do like the, the bare minimum. That's what it feels like. That's because that's what it is. It's not very good. Campaign. Yeah. I think you're correct. Yeah, you, you said you're on so, the third one or you finished the third one. I'm on the second or third one. I can't remember now. Yeah. It's, it's just not good. I think I beat the prelude, the first part. I don't know if it's actually considered a campaign or not. Uh, I beat the second one, so I'm on the third one now. Yeah, but I don't know. I might finish it this weekend. Like my wife and I are both off tomorrow and Sunday, and after the soccer games, like other than yard work, we're just gonna hang out. So I might chillax and play. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's how I want to spend my time. I wouldn't. So I would just I, I beat it already. I'd say don't don't waste more don't waste more time with it. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take a negative one for a game that I can knock out in two more hours. So maybe three hours. So I'm gonna I'm gonna finish that, but I I won't go. I mean, I'll delete it as soon as I'm done with that campaign. Um, and then I guess there's two more games. Really, I've been talking about Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Um. I've been playing that on the weekends with MZ Nitro, one of our Patreon producers and friend of the show. And me, him, and my son have been having an absolute blast. Like, it is so much fun. Um, I mean, we're, we've been kind of setting aside a couple hours, once or twice a, a day, you know, Saturday and Sunday, to get up early and play. And he's been getting up early with us and knocking it out. And that's been really fun. Like, we played for a couple hours before church this past Sunday. And then went to church, and then we, like, 
but we had to go do some stuff with family. And then we got back and I was like, oh man, we got like a couple hours before we have to go back out. I was like, Enzy, you still up? You still on? Let's go. So we jumped back on and played. So realistically, I probably could have knocked out more stuff on my list, but I've been having way too much fun with Cold War. So uh, we've been playing that. And then the last game I want to talk about, which I really was hoping CJ is going to be here, but he's not going to be here this week or next week, but um, is Agents of Mayhem. Now, CJ has expressed that Agents of Mayhem, kind of, he didn't like it. He thought it was kind of a, a stinker. And then he's not excited about the new Saints Row because it seems like that they kind of like ran with the Agents of Mayhem uh, art style and stuff. And that's one of those games that like I've had in the wrapper for years and never played. And I think, Joe, you and I talked about it last week a little bit. Yeah, I have it as well. And I also have it in the wrapper. Yeah, you, I think Tricky said he enjoyed it. And so I was like, you know what? I love Saints Row. So I need to play this. And I'm super hyped about Saints Row. So I was like, let's go. So I put it in and eh, I want to like it. Uh, I've got some issues. The characters, like the first three characters you start out with, um, there's like this Johnny Cage wannabe kind of like movie star who's an agent. And he's a little, I don't know. He's not the archetype of a character I like. I don't want to be this guy, you know. Um, there's the strong, you know, female type who's, I, you know, like we're in like an age where of video games where like strong female leads are pretty common now, you know, and like we just came out of like, I guess the PS2 generation into the PS3 generation. There just weren't that many, you know, and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, yeah, strong female leads. That's the new thing. And like. I think a strong female lead is great until you have to keep telling me how like bad a she is, you know, like, like movies and shows do that too, where they'll put in like a, like a female lead. And then they'll, in the dialogue, they'll keep telling you how like awesome she is rather than just let her be awesome. Um, like Punisher, the series does it the worst where they like, they have like this, this FBI agent and they're like, everyone who speaks just like audibly will say, Oh yeah. Cause we know how like she's bad. A or she's this or whatever. And it's like, just let the character, actually be that way and, and try to tell me that I'm supposed to believe that it just doesn't work. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting with this character. Like it's almost written in that you're supposed to believe that she's this awesome character, but it doesn't really feel that way. And then there's this other guy who's, um, he's a kind of a Coltrane train knockoff from gears of war. Um, I kind of like him, but as it stands right now, I don't really love any of the characters in the game. Um, none of them feel or none of the dialogue and none of the the game itself. It's not making me like latch on to any of them. Like, I don't really care. Like, these are all stupid. This is probably just a podcast game, realistically, uh, which is kind of a, it's kind of not how Saints Row was, you know? Like, Saints Row, your character was the boss. And you didn't, like, I think in the first ones, you didn't even say anything. But, but like, all the other supporting characters were freaking awesome. Like, Johnny Gat was awesome. You know, like all the characters that you interacted with were cool and unique. And then all the way up to Saints Row 4, where like you could, your character was fully voiced and everything. And I could be wrong on the first two. It's just been a long time since I played them. But like, 
all the characters were just awesome in there and like really well written. And like, no, you could choose Nolan North as your, your voice actor. Cause you could change the voices for him or whatever. So like Nolan North as the voice actor for my character in, in uh century four was like freaking awesome. And I don't know. It just don't feel the same over here. Like it feels like a cheap imitation. If that makes any sense. So, and the gunplay isn't good either. Like and this is Ages of Mayhem, right? Yeah, this is Ages of Mayhem. So like, what? What kind of game is it? Is it like a? Uh, it's a third person open third world person. shooter. Okay. It it realist. It, to me, it's like if Crackdown and and Saints Row had a baby. That's Agents of Mayhem. Hmm. So is it like still crude and vulgar and stuff? Mm, no, not really. It's more. It's like it's it's different. It's it's different. It's got a different style of of writing and humor, and it's neither it's not good or bad it's very just middle of the road kind of boring um gotcha and i, I mean i'm only like an hour i don't know two hours into it i mean i don't know it it, it could very well open up and the, the menu shows where there's like another dozen or so characters that you can unlock to play so maybe it gets better but as far as my first initial impressions I don't like it, uh, or I don't like it enough to to see see it out. Uh, now I will spend more time with it because I'm a Saints Row fan, I'm a Volition fan, and I want to see what else this game offers before I completely write it off. But like, I can see why it got the middling reviews it got just from the my experience with it so far. And unless it does something really cool and crazy to change my mind, it's very much like a crackdown two, crackdown three kind of situation where like just turn the dialogue and everything off and listen to a podcast. And the thing that really stinks though, is like the guns don't really feel good either. And there's no, you know how, like when you're playing a game, there's like a visual and audible, like, response when you make a headshot or when you or you're actually putting bullets into something this doesn't really there's no real feedback it's just like i'm shooting and i'm then i'm not shooting like it doesn't feel like i'm really doing anything and it's got plasma ish laser ish kind of guns and it's just like i don't know this doesn't feel cool it's just not it's not working i mean I, i've beat all the saints row games i've platinum several of them like I love those games. This is nothing. This is nothing like that. So, but anyways, I'm going to, I'm going to keep playing with it a little bit. I might try it a little bit more this weekend. And this could be a very, very well could be a bounce game. Like I I don't see it through, but you know, I I was trying to give it a shot, trying to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I think old CJ might be right on this one. But that's me. That's it. That's everything I got as far as what I've been playing. You guys want to head over to the Loot Bros leaderboards? Sure. It's the Loot Bros podcast. We're going to talk about video games and mow your grass. Loot Bros podcast. We're going to talk about butts and slurp and penis. So stay. Wow, what a crazy one! Their top game this week. I mean, do uh, uh, you want to take a guess? <laughs> Obviously, me. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, sure, sure. So I this is play games, and I'm at the top. Yeah, this, this is, is actually. <laughs> yeah. 
this is actually a pretty low scoring week. So this is this one's gonna be pretty good. Um, first place, Affectatious Donk. Uh, with 138 trophies. Oh, CJ's playing the medium, which I'm pretty excited about. In second place, Resident Daryl with 99 trophies. It's not a bad week. Uh, last trophy I got was uh, Stop the Drop in Agents of Mayhem. Third place is Mr. TMNT with 50 trophies. There you go. Learning the yeah, yeah. Predator hunting grounds. We got fourth place is MZ Nitro with 19 trophies. A bit of a drop. He's playing some Sniper Elite 2 Remastered. And then I'm going to drop. I'm just kind of jump around a little bit. Uh, Tricky Mick, he's got 17 trophies. He's playing Saints Row the Third Remastered. So, see, he's got the bug, too. So, and then we got Kalai's got eight trophies this week. Playing, she, uh, she beat the Snaggle Beast on Ratchet and Clank. I'm happy about that. Oh, look at that. Stink Palms playing some Sin Rakagura on, uh, on the Vita as well. Look at you. Playing it on the subway. Oh, pervert. <laughs> he's, play, he's playing on public transit. And he's playing in the uncensored mode, whereas I'm playing in the uh, good old censored covered mode. Oh, my dear God. <laughs> the True Achievements Loot Bros Custom Leaderboard. Sony Pony to you, CJ, 46,481 achievement points. Wow. I don't believe that. I think you just made that up. That's more achievement points than some people have from their entire Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Xbox Series career. I mean, that's because there's no games to play there. Well, there's something to play there because <laughs> that's, that's insane. I think I've, I've been playing since 360, and I've got... A hundred and like eighteen thousand achievement points. So that's insane. Then second place, uh, I'm styling on you, bro, with three thousand one hundred and forty-five achievement points. Redbeard Rick in third place with two eighty-five. I'm gonna jump around. I dropped roaches forty points from Minecraft. You did it. Oh, you not have all the achievements from Minecraft? (laughs) I'm not an achievement hunter. We'll see the that, and they put out like they got what like eighteen DLC yeah. lists. Yeah, they keep adding achievements too. What? Yeah, it's crazy. Actually, I was looking. The last achievement I got was in twelve minutes, and I I forgot to say I am still playing that for our uh, Loot Bros deep dive. I don't know if anybody else has jumped into twelve minutes yet. I did jump into it. What are your initial impressions? So the mystery behind it keeps me wanting to know more, but I find it quite difficult. I agree. A thousand percent. (laughs) Like, I agree. I don't want to spoil it because it's not an incredibly long game. And, you know, our deep dive conversation will be about the different things that happen in it. But I heard, you know, people on Trophy Horse talking about how this is like a game of the year kind of game. And I'm like, no, I don't understand that at all. So, but I do find it very difficult. Like it's definitely not as cut and dry as I expected. Who said it was game of the year, Mister Masterpiece over there? No, uh-uh. he only played fifteen minutes of it. <laughs> he played fifteen minutes. Oh, this game is the best game ever created. <laughs> Too bad it's like twelve minutes long. Oh! <laughs> Kali, you want to jump over to the backlog beatdown for us? Sure, I actually have it up today. Oh my goodness, she's ready to go. 
I am ready to go. Ponder Sivan is at 47. He's about to hit 50. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. Tricky is at 34. Joe's at 29. All right. Gareth is at 28. Jared's at 23. Daryl, you're at 22. Matthew's at 19. I'm at 11. I'm coming up there, guys. CJ's at 8, and so is TTAM. Homer gets stuffed is at 7. JT's at 7 already. Spider-Pax is at 6. James is at 5. Noah is at 4. 42J is at 3. Oh, that reminds me. I did play one other game. We actually beat Little Hope together with Jim because Jim's never beaten it before. That's a good game. That's a real good game. Yeah, that was my second playthrough. And I got a different ending than the first. Uh. T-Bird, man, you're only at three. Are you even participating? Do you even game, bro? Yes, I just play Destiny. Now. Let's see. Cray's at two. Levi's at two. William's at two. Zoe Butterfly's at two. Just Let Me Bang Bros at one. Zach's at zero. Woohoo! Yeah, baby. <laughs> He's doing it. He's going the distance. Yeah, what's going to happen is Zach's going to drop into the negatives right before the the thing ends. <laughs> He's going for speed. And I would have tamed a number nobody would have ever dreamed of. There you go. <laughs> All right. Anything Space else? To the bottom. <laughs> no, that's it. All right, all right. So I, I briefly said this last week, and I, I had a conversation with the coworker who's part of the backlog beatdown. And I don't know, maybe this, maybe someone listening to this, it'll change their mind. I mean, at this point in the in the in the event, you know, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if you're not taking negatives for games you don't want to play. You, you, I don't know what to tell you. But basically, we had one of my coworkers say that. He didn't want to take a negative. He t- he picked way he picked really big games like Cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, like all kinds of stuff. And he's like ninety hours into Valhalla, and he's like, "I'm burnt out." He's like, "I don't went this far. I don't want to give up. But I don't want to play this anymore." And he's like, "And then I don't want to play any games like it because I'm burnt out." And then so he's like, "Rather than take negatives, I'm just not playing anything." <laughs> I was like, you, you know, the whole point is uh, if a game's not clicking, you just take a negative and then move on. You burn through the list, you make a new list. Like, the more lists you make, you know, the more times you go through this, the more points you'll eventually accumulate. And he's just like, I can't, I can't wrap my brain around that. And he's not the first person that said that to me. My daughter's doing the same thing. My daughter's still on her first list, but refuses to take a negative. But the, one of the games she's playing is so difficult and so frustrating for her. She's like, I just don't want to finish it. What game? Uh, Gotcha Club. It's like a, it's a mobile game, but it's like a turn-based RPG, and it's got a lot of like create your character and create your story kind of aspects to it. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a DS or 3DS game originally, uh, or so there was one like it. But Gotcha Life, I think, is on there. But either way, she's just like she's been on this game for like legit eight months. So, I don't know. I'm like, you um, know, you, you can just take a negative and move on. Right. Well, I have a quick question, just as a side note. 
are we going to do this again next year? Or do you think we should go back to the play game and just do it one at a time? I don't know. I've been thinking about it. And so why? it seemed like everyone really got into the last one towards the end of it. And then this one started off hot and it's kind of dying down. So I don't know. I think we'll, uh, we can brainstorm, do something different, something maybe, I don't know. We'll, we, I don't, we'll see what kind of what the community's feeling at the end of it and see what this, you know, what the, the podcast is feeling. I'm down for whatever, as long as people are interacting and enjoying it, I'm down to do stuff. So it's whenever it becomes more of a chore or people are complaining a ton that I'm just like, you know, we don't have to do anything. So, but I guess we'll, we'll, we'll leave that one up to how the community's feeling. So, cause it's, it's fun. I enjoy it. I like having like that meta game, just like when I'm playing games and I'm picking my games, I'm like, it's the same. It's the same kind of drive that I get with trophies. It's like, oh, I could play this, or I could go play something with trophies and achievements, and I kind of would rather do that. And so, trophy. Like, yeah. And then, so for me, it's like I could play a game right now, or I could play something on my list. I could play some rat trash, or I could play a game on my list. Rat trash, it is. So, how about this, guys? If you listen to this and you're in the community. Let me know what you think we should do for the next backlog beatdown. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's ask everybody else. You know what I mean? I like it. Let's do it. You got feedback? Send it into the show. Let Kalai know. All right, you guys ready to head into community questions? Let's do it. Yes, I feel we have like one or two. No, it's not very many. It's it's a slow week this week. <laughs> T Bird, you want to jump in? Yeah. All right. Let's see. Can he read good? Water. All right. What's on when you brew asks? Daryl, why can't you get a bigger bag of M&Ms? I'm enjoying these mother effing debates on this mother effing plane. I don't know. I could go to Costco and get the, the giant box of m&ms but like i don't need to be eating as many m&ms as i'm already eating and i bought a bag for the show tonight and then was sitting in the parking lot at karate reading and then before you know it i ate the whole bag of m&ms there's always craziest thing ever because i do the same thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I love peanut m&ms like i i love peanut m&ms and man Man, I'm trying to tell you, I get I get my peanut M Ms and they're gone, and I ate the whole sharing size bag. So that's probably like my a, a month's worth of carbs, probably. Well, here's the thing, Daryl. You should always eat the peanut M Ms over the regular ones. You know why? Because of protein. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I did. But the problem I is the nuts. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> all right next we got shadowless edge why don't the ponies have any good games <laughs> and also because we have great games yeah. so, boo, got him he also asks is cj sick of eating carrots <laughs> cj never gets sick of putting something long and hard in his mouth 
Mm. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how many times you've seen or heard him eating the carrot on the show and posting pictures of his carrots. Clearly, that's his thing. All right, well, we got Gareth asking. This will likely be one of your topics for the show, but what are what are you most looking forward to showing off from the PlayStation Showcase? Hmm. All right, you guys want to go around the table and say what was the one standout for you? Sure. T-Bear, why don't you start us off? Um, just mainly just God of War. Everything else I saw is kind of just meh. All right, Zach, did you watch it? Uh, I didn't watch the entire thing, but God of War was would probably be my highlight as well. I dig it. Kind of backbone T-Bird. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Kalai, what about you? Uh, uh, remind me, was I watched it? I kind of saw it on Twitter. I didn't really watch it. Um, One job, Kalai. Wow. This is a Sony Pony podcast. How are you not going to pony up? <laughs> I guess the kind of the Wolverine trailer. The Wolverine Oof. game. I'm kind of Oof. interested in that. That's a good one. Bub. Alright, Joe? I really like Project Eve. Like a lot. That Tanner game? Yeah. Pro- Project T-Bird? Project <laughs> Oh yeah. That game looked dope, man. That game looked like a modern day uh, Bayonetta. I was like, with blood, lots of blood. You could say it was a modern day Maharaja. Oh, don't get me started. I was actually kind of surprised when I saw that. I was like, oh, wow. Someone's making a new Bayonetta game. Dude, that's what I thought. So, Did you know, that's cool. Got it, now they don't want to ever make it. It's never coming out. Just throwing that out there. They're making it. I Just- don't believe it. They announced it five years ago. But here's a Nintendo Switch. We have Bayonetta 3. Oh, it's 2021. No Bayonetta 3. Apparently good games take time. They're like, man, we actually need to make a Switch that's capable of running a game. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, give them OLED. They'll leave us alone. (laughs) Make the same Switch prettier, and they'll leave us alone about the other one. All right. I would, I guess I'll say I'm kind of torn, man. I was, when I saw that Wolverine trailer, I was like, freaking dude, I I love Wolverine. (laughs) I was like, that was awesome. Granted, it was like the simplest of teasers and it won't be out for a long, long time. It doesn't matter. We know it's coming. I think it's next year. Yeah, right. That's, that's crazy talk right there. I think that's the game they're working on. That, they're oh, you working think, on Spider-Man 2 right now. They're working on that. That's coming out before Spider-Man. That's uh, next year. Spider-Man's a year after. I, I, mm, I would love for that to be correct. Um, And I, I, you know what? I'll lean into that a little bit, even though I don't believe that's the case. But it, it would make a lot of sense. You do Spider-Man. Then you do your Miles Morales' DLC. All right? Then you do Wolverine. Kind of put a little distance between you and Spider-Man. And then you come out with Spider-Man again. I would be I would be fine with that. But I think that they showed us games that are coming out soon. They showed us games that are coming out in a year. And they showed us games that are way down the pipe. And I think that Wolverine's pretty far down. 
personally. But I think that like being Insomniac doing a Wolverine game, it just sounds so awesome. Like I love Spider-Man so much. Like that is going to be freaking dope. And if it can be anything from like the Raven origins, Wolverine to Marvel, Spider-Man, any kind of combination of those two games, I am sold. But that Spider-Man two trailer with Venom at the end, you had Craven narrating the trailer, and then you had Venom showing up at the end. That That's Venom, what I, thought. Looked, I thought that was Craven. That Venom looks so freaking dope. That Venom looks good. No, I just and, want a Venom game too, dude. Dude, I, I was just—I mean, I'm Insomniac is like saying they want to be the Sony crown jewel. Like that's that's what's happening here. They're giving Naughty Dog a run for their money, and they're playing and they're doing it in a total different like total different ballgame. Naughty Dog is like cornered the like dark and dire games that are like really emotionally draining on you. It's like playing a a, a Naughty Dog game. It's like I feel so. It's like a roller coaster of emotion. Whereas Insomniac is like here's something fun to play, and like it's freaking awesome. So I don't know, man. I, I, I'm torn between those two. So I, I can't pick one or the other because Venom and Wolverine are two of my favorite things. And uh, so that, that's, that's going to be freaking dope. Next question, T-Bird. Uh, we got Matt G. I enjoy the PlayStation update, but how are we supposed to be hyped when the games we really want to, sorry, really want are so far away? The Kotor remake was rumored, but still a surprise welcome. Wolverine has potential, but Spider-Man 2 and God of War have no release date in sight. What do you think of announcing games so far ahead and had to ge- generate hype that would just uh, would be just as good? Just God, I lost where I was at. Just as impressive if they announced these six games, or sorry, these games six months or even a what? year before their release. Maybe by the general public, maybe by then the general public can get their hands on APS Five. Uh, Zach, did you have something you wanted to jump in? I just wanted to know what the question was. Oh, <laughs> uh, basically, the question is: um, Do you think announcing these games that are going to be coming down so far away is a good idea or a bad idea? I'll say it's a good idea, and this showcase was was good. It was it was stuff that's coming soon, stuff that's coming next year, and stuff that's coming down the pipe. The same way a a very general E three would be held. And that's that's all this was. This was a Sony E3 press conference, but just they did it themselves when they wanted to. Um, as far as announcing stuff to get hyped about, I mean, I could take it or leave it realistically. I'm sure there's there's pros and cons to doing that. And depending on who you are and how jaded of a gamer you are, you know what I'm saying? Like that might work for you, it might not. I like getting hyped. I like knowing stuff's coming. So I don't, I mean, and if it's something that really speaks to me, I don't care how far away it is. If it's something that I don't care about, then I don't, I was like, well, I, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not losing anything. Um, so I think God of War is most likely, you know, going to be, you're going to have Horizon and God of War be your next year games. I think that maybe Gran Turismo will also land sometime late next year. It works. Gran Turismo comes out March 4th. Did it have a release date? Yep, and I am super oh, effing hyped. Cool. There you go. So th- those are going to be your big three, you know, I for next pre order And I don't um, pre-order games. And I think e- Project E is coming out early next year too, isn't it? Didn't have a release date, but I'm assuming that's 
that's going to come out in the spring of next year. That game, that was my favorite game from the conference. Like, I thought that game looked absolutely gorgeous. It it looked good, man. I will say that that monster with the teeth, the three layers of teeth spinning around its head, and that giant dome or whatever, that circle looking thing, that was pretty dope. The one that she she like rips half his head off, dude. When she was effing that thing up and the blood was going like everywhere, yeah, I'm like, this everywhere. game is amazing. Yeah, that looked awesome. Um, but I think that um, I think it's good to know because like up to this point, you know, every news outlet, every podcast, everybody's been screaming and crying. What's Sony gonna do? What's their answer? What are they, you know, everybody's like, oh man, there's so much hype. Microsoft's got so much momentum built up because they're day one game pass stuff. And then, you know, we're getting ready. Halo's getting ready to come out. What is Sony going to do? Sony comes out and like, oh, boom, here, this is what we're working on. I think it's awesome, you know? And they only, you know, we don't know what Naughty Dog's next thing is going to be. We have rumors, but we don't know. We don't know what Sony Ben's next thing is going to be. We don't know what, um, Whatchamacallit, Sucker Punch's next thing is going to be. I mean, obviously, we got more Ghost of Tsushima coming. But, I mean, there's still a lot of, of, of Sony stuff we don't know. So, uh, what we do know is going to be awesome. The fact that they partnered up with Aspire to do the KOTOR remake. Now, granted, it's PC and PS5. But that's still, that's dope. Like, that's going to be freaking awesome. And the fact we're getting Alan Wake on PS4 and 5, that's awesome. Less than a month. I know. So they gave us a a a a, a, a roadmap, you know. Of it's cool probably going to be free. I mean, that's the rumor. I don't want to get excited about that one, but that, oh, that no, it comes be, out the first that first Tuesday of the month. It's look at that yeah. might be our PS5 game, which would be that'd be a big one, you know. But then you have crybaby gamers like uh, like uh, Levi going, well, "I was going to buy day one, and they gave it to me. I'll never buy another game again." So. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Imagine me getting personally. mad at getting free games. Dude, Did he happens. also turn around and say he's buying a <laughs> PS5 now because it's going to be free? Yeah. But uh, I think that, uh, I th- you know, to answer Matt's question, I think that um, that's cool. I think we know what's going to ha- We know what's coming. We got plenty to play now, you know? And I think that across the board, Sony, Nintendo, um, Microsoft, everybody, even the third parties, everyone's delaying the, their games. We've been in. 18 months or two years or whatever it is of pandemic and, and people, I mean, things are slowing down. People are not getting their stuff out on time. I think it is what it is at this point. <laughs> we got, we got good news. Stuff's coming, you know, um, uh, we'll play them when they get here, not before. And hopefully not after, you know, if you want to support your developers. Like tricky does support yeah, I want to support the developer. I got to buy the $70 steelbook edition and then buy the, the statue for her. I got to buy that $260 horizon edition. Jesus Christ. Hey man, I don't want to do it. I'm all about that. I'm all about that. So. Yeah, me too. So Matt has a follow-up. He says, what do you think Sony is going to do to entice me him, Matt to play KOTOR on his PS five instead of his PC? Well, you know what? Let's do it. Nothing. Yeah. You already made up your mind. Do you it. don't have you don't have to update your drivers. Okay, so there. Exactly. Enticed. Consider yesel enticed. All right, Enzi's got um, with recent news. Wait, can I answer that question first? Go for it. It's you know I haven't answered any of the questions. What are you a Sony I, hater? Yeah. That's a joke. I actually don't like the fact that we keep 
announcing games that were so far into the future. I really wish they would kind of stop that. Uh, because games are getting delayed, you know, they're getting canceled. And you, the hype chain is just too much. We're getting all this hype chain. Remember the hype train over the Avengers? And half the people didn't even like that game. I'd say it's more than half, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it, but <laughs> we talked about that last week, so. I mean, I, like, I would say this, right? And, I, and this isn't directed just to you, Kalab. This is to everybody who has an, who has an issue. Like, I don't, how does it affect you? knowing that something's coming or not like does it really does it does it hurt you that you know is it like a well what about if you get there you know if they're announcing this early they're also you know giving the chance to um spoil half the game it's like movies when you watch a trailer for a movie and get half the movie and the half the plot right in your trailer or it'd be like Skyrim when they announce it for PS5 and then now it's not coming. Is that really the bad thing? Is that really a really bad thing there? They literally announced it in their conference. That was the first time they ever showed it. And it's not coming to PS5 now? No, it's a Microsoft exclusive. They said they, they, said they don't know now. Oh, they're, they're mad. Wow, y'all, y'all shot all the other games. We mad now. Kotor, same thing. Wasn't Starfield shown on a PlayStation uh, conference first as well? And then that's not coming to PlayStation now no, as well. I think it was shown on Xbox. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it was. was. I know it was shown on Xbox. I, I no, 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 Bethesda, no, Bethesda did their own event. They showed a decal like a logo with Starfield. Yeah, and also that said, it, I think at that time it said it was coming to everything. Yeah, that was before they were bought though. Uh, yeah, well, that's what happens when you get bought out. But anyway, um, I don't know. Clyde, did you finish your thought? Do you have more to say? Or no, I'm good. I'm good. Like I, I think that it's 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 tough. Like I, I don't like it either. I'm kind of in Clyde's boat. But like Corey made me understand why they do it. They do it because they need people to pre-order games. They do it because they have to gauge hype and they have to gauge like whether this game's gonna do well or not. But if I've if I've seen like marketing and like anything recently, like look what Nintendo has been doing for the last year and a half since Breath of the Wild. They've tried not to not to announce stuff too far out anymore because people bitch and complain when it gets delayed six times. So now they like to finish the game and they're like, oh, it drops in like three months. Like Metroid. Metroid came out of nowhere. They're like, oh, we're making this Metroid 2D Metroid Dread. Oh, it comes out in three months. Oh, here's WarioWare. It comes out in September. Like, they uh, here's here's Mario Party, and it's coming out in November. Like, they're just announcing games four or five months before they come out. They're not doing this whole like long drip thing. I feel like Sony was kind of forced to do this in their press conference, and honestly, they they really copied Microsoft's conference in this conference. They try they did no talking, which was brilliant. Don't ever do that. I hate when developers come on and go, and here's the. Here's the engine, and here's... I don't give a shit. Show me games. Just keep showing me games. Like, if I want to know more about the game, that's when you can do your interview stuff after the presentation. I don't want that during presentations anymore. I don't want to hear that crap anymore. I don't want deep dives during presentations anymore, either. I don't want, like, seven-minute gameplay trailers in the middle of my conferences anymore. I want just trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer 
do all that deep dive stuff after if you want to show that as extra stuff. But like, keep it moving. Like Microsoft showed how you just keep it moving, keep it pushing. Show as many games as you can in the quickest amount of time you can do it. Sony's been doing that for years, dude. Yeah, but they've also shown like, oh, here's fifteen, the first fifteen minutes of Uncharted Four, and it don't work. I don't want that in a conference anymore. I don't want to see someone play the actual game anymore. I want to see a little bit of gameplay footage mixed in the trailer, and that's it. If I want to see gameplay, I'll buy the game or I'll watch the gameplay portion that the developer can do at a separate time. That doesn't need to be in the conference, but that's that's a tangent for another day. Going back to the re- announcing games way in advance, this has bit so many developers in the ass. Look at, look at Nintendo. Look at Breath of the Wild 2. They're still like recovering from Breath of the Wild 2 nonsense because every time they have a Direct now, they have to explicitly say before they even announce the Direct, we will not be discussing this game, this game, and this game. They're very upfront about it now. They're just like, this will not be present here. Don't ask. It's not coming. Like Sony, like it's funny because Sony didn't even announce the release date for Gran Turismo in the effing conference. They did it afterwards. <laughs> like there was no release date on the trailer. I flipped out watching the trailer. I was like, what's fucking release date? And then as soon as it ended, the guy's like, oh, and it comes in March. Why wasn't that on the trailer? They told you. Yeah, but they told me after the conference is over. How many people actually watch after that stuff ends? Well, clearly you did. I just happened to stay on because I, they were like, oh, more updates in 10 seconds. So you were the like, only. So, well, there you go. I mean, I don't know. Like, a lot of people shut it off. Like, it's not like they hid it from you. Well, so, I mean, it's it, not like they you're did. never going to know. Yeah, but it's like one of the most important pieces of information people want to know about the game. And another thing, like, Sony needs to stop showing, like, like, like I, the Gran Turismo trailer was god awful. They showed like 90 minutes of, no, not 90 minutes, but like five minutes of just them taking pictures of cars. Isn't that the, the game though? Photo mode. No, that's not the game. <laughs> <laughs> you just pop cars Jesus. and look at them in a garage. Yeah. No, 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 no. I you just race my cars. You don't drive them at all. You just sit there and look at them. I mean, it's like you pick a Fortnite skins, right? You're just sitting there looking at your Fortnite skins for ten minutes, <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out which skin you want to use on your character. Essentially. That's Essentially, true. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Kali. I don't know why you have to announce these games so far out. There's no reason. There's no rhyme or reason to it anymore. That's all it is is for investors. There you go. That's, all, that's where the money's at, baby. But don't they have investors meetings where they do that stuff? They don't have to do it in a, in a presser. It, if it didn't make money, they wouldn't do it. MZ writes, with the recent news and updates of games like Gotham Knights, Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, and Guardians of the Galaxy, what are your thoughts and which one are you most hyped for? Asking you directly, Daryl. Also, have you been slacking on mentions of Batman? You have you've been slacking on mentions of Batman during a show lately. It's unacceptable. Step your game up. Yeah. Wasn't there a follow-up question for Matt? Yeah, we read that out earlier. I don't think we answered it, did we? Yeah, he said, what do you think Sony's going to do to entice him to play KOTOR on his PS5? And we collectively as a group said that you're, uh, you don't have to update your drivers to play it on the PS5. So consider yourself enticed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fair. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like when someone comes in with a statement like that, I'll reiterate, like, they're not going to because you've already made up your mind. Like, you're going to play it on PC. Like, you're a PC gamer. They don't have to entice you. They're not trying to entice you. They're trying to just tell you you can't play it on Xbox. That's what they're trying to tell you. 
or they're they're trying to say, hey, we paid for this. They so did pay for it. Yeah, that's away. what partnership means. So. That also, yeah. mean, I you, I think that absolutely means it's not coming to Xbox. I mean, if they partnered and they paid for it, it's not coming there. Well, we'll see. Only time will tell. It's a strange world we're living in, Joe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they didn't even show the Gran Turismo date on the trailer. I mean, what the freak were they thinking? Can they we trust show, They didn't show a lot of stuff in this in this in this uh, thing. And then they showed us. Uh, let's talk about some of the crap in this in this thing. Why are you remastering Uncharted Four and Lost Legacy, but you're not giving them one, two, and three, which they can't even play on PC? <laughs> so they're just supposed to jump in at four. I know. I was a little annoyed about that. I was like, oh. I saw that as a book because I didn't watch the conference. I was like, oh, Uncharted. I get to play it on my PC. Oh, wait, only four. So well, those two are very similar, though. Like, that's it's a different undertaking, you know? They could have just gave you all five of them, though. I mean, I'm sure if it was as simple as clicking a button, they would have given you all five. I'm sure, I'm sure there's money to be made if you give them all five. But those two are, like, very much same engine, same gen. And what Lost Legacy was started out as DLC four, Uncharted four, so you're like, yeah, hit that with a quick upres, put it in four K, sixty frames, whatever, put it all on one disc. Now we got a skew for PS five. Oh yeah, we're we want to put our games on PC, throw it on there. I'm sure it's it's much easier to do that than it is to do all of the above. But who knows? Maybe they're maybe the first three are coming. So. Or maybe they're like, hey, uh, this this is the one that sold a bajillion copies let's put that one on pc because that one will sell yeah i mean i, I guess i just I, I don't i just don't expect people to play on pc if they've never played the first three like who's just gonna be like oh yeah i'll jump in at four four looks like a great place to jump in i mean it was it was a pretty uh, it was pretty contained i mean it, like and they did a good job of like doing callbacks to stuff to make it or if you played the other games it would matter I don't think that four is one that you have to play. Like you can't, you can't play four without playing the first three. So I think you very much can play it. It's, it tells its own story and even has its own callbacks and flashbacks to the characters in the story. So, and then of course, Lost Legacy is very much standalone. You don't have to play any of them to play that one. Now I feel like you have to play four to play that. It kind, it, it kind of does ruin some stuff in four. If you didn't play it. Calls I mean, back to some stuff. It sure will spoil some stuff, but I mean, like Nadine sucks no matter which one you play. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, they didn't show the release date for Gran Turismo in the you know, for, in the oh, trailer. So what, what the freak do I even know? God. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, <laughs> dude, if if they did the same thing in a Resident Evil presentation, you would have been like, oh man, where's the release date for that Resident Evil game? I, mean, I might have asked the question, but it's not gonna. It's not going to change my height level. It's like, I know. Oh, it didn't change my height level. I pre-ordered the damn game. See, look at you. See, it worked. So, Joe, you want to know why? It it worked. They got you, bro. They already had me, Gerald. Please. That's why I bought my PS5. So then they just took it. They just put it in. Just a tip. They're like, yeah, he'll get it. It's fine. It's fine, guys. Oh, Jimmy Ryan's like, it's fine, guys. We don't need to put the real estate in there. Because you know why? Joe will stay for after the show. Joe will tune in for the rest. Sure, he's going to complain. He might be mad. He might say an ugly thing or two on the podcast. But we got him, guys. We got his pre-order money. It's fine. Jimmy, I want my check, bro. 
Anyways, MZ, you're right. I haven't been saying a whole lot about Batman, and it's not because I haven't been consuming Batman content. As a matter of fact, I just watched The Long Halloween Part 1 and Part 2. It was freaking amazing. The problem is, I surround myself with a bunch of DC-hating jabronis that don't get excited for nothing cool. Listen, Batman is the only cool thing that's part of DC. Facts. So, I'll give you that. I like Wait Batman. Wait a second here. Superman's trash, Kali. I've been. <laughs> you don't even know what I was going to say. Yeah, Joe, you don't even know what she's going to say. She's I just gonna, know you're a Superman she, fan. She's going to so. say Henry Cavill's the greatest <laughs> Superman ever. And didn't we have this discussion that according to our Patreon producer, you're not allowed to interrupt me? Yeah, I'm sure oh, that yeah, was a real shit. thing. I guess I got to play like six games now. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I've also been watching some Batman stuff. There you go. See? I've been watching DC Titans. That's a good one, Trophy. Did you watch the third season yet? I'm on the third season right now because it's like six or seven episodes deep, and I am only on episode five, four or five. It's good. I like it a lot. I I find the game. I find it very interesting. I like the fact that um, Jorah is playing Bruce Wayne. Bruce Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a cool Bruce Wayne. I, I wouldn't have picked him, but I, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think I almost just finished two. Like season two? Yeah, season two. Yeah, yeah. So Deathstroke looks amazing in season two. Like his suit is dope. Uh, you know, I have a problem with Deathstroke only because I like the Deathstroke from Arrow. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yes, I a, th- a thousand percent agree with you. So, like, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, but he's not the other Deathstroke. I agree. Like, that would have been, if it was up to me, like, fan casting, I would have put him in everything. He'd be in the movie. So, that dude played an amazing Deathstroke. Yeah, I've met him in real life. Really? Yeah, really? Uh, he did a signing because he was in one of the Lord of the Rings movies, too. Mm-hmm. And my friend wanted to get his autograph, so I said I'd go with him. And I think at that point, he he was out of the show, and I was like, "Um, are you coming back? That's all I want to know. I wish you to come back." <laughs> so like, the the season two to season three was such a decline because he was such a better villain than the guy they had playing Rachel Ghoul, and yes. that was such a bore. Like, like the hype between season season one was awesome because he was an arrow. He was the vigilante, and the way they told the story was like a ground level like like this could happen you know it was like this is a a person who could be this thing but they're not claiming to be a superhero you know they're just a, a vigilante it was, it was really cool and then season two he's like oh I, he embraced the arrow and then you had the whole feud with deathstroke which was some of the best tv definitely the best cw stuff ever in my opinion and then season three was like i went into it with so much freaking hype and then it was like i was kind of bored i was like this racial ghoul thing is not cool. It's not fun. Like, like, I don't know. I, I was like, just give me more Destro. Like, that was a good, like, those two can, it's like Sami Zayn and, uh, and Kevin and, uh, friggin', what's his name? Kevin Owens. They can fight forever. Just let him go. It was, it was good. Now, I have a question. Are you, are you, um, watching Lois and Clark? I, I watched the first couple episodes and, I'll be honest, uh, the angsty teens were kind of getting on my nerves. And I, I was like, I'll I'll try again later. 
See, they I, see. I don't feel like this is they're they're the least angsty of all the CW shows. But if you're keeping, if you're watching them, which I've watched everyone, everyone every season, you're starting to see the formation of Green Lantern. Ooh, that's pretty dope. I, did you know that 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 they already they already showed him getting? No, no. I, I, like I said, I bounced because. Angsty teens is kind of not my thing. And, no, no, and no, 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 you didn't. You needed to watch Arrow. Oh no, I quit watching it. I, I, mean, I quit watching all the CW stuff a while back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Diggle is going to be the next Green Lantern. Oh okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. I didn't like where they were going with a lot of that stuff, and the crossovers seemed to be the most interesting thing. But like the what they were doing and how they were shoving the social political stuff into the CW week after week was just so on the nose and I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't care. Oh, oh, and, uh, back, uh, Batwoman was like the worst. Yeah. That chick, they, that they casted for Batwoman is such a terrible actress. Which one? The first one. I haven't watched the second season with the new girl. Uh, I hear she's better, but. The second season is good, but it's it. When we sat down to watch, like when I watch a DC show, I want to see my villains fight. Like I want to see villains versus superheroes. Right, right. I want to live in a world. I want to watch a world where it's make believe and they're fighting and they have superpowers. Yeah. They went. They went into the Black Lives Matters. They went yep. in to to all that social stuff, which. I understand why they're doing it, it's, but it's not what I want to see my television show. But does it make your show better? No, it makes it worse. No more PC. I want spandex. <laughs> you're watching the show to escape all this trash that you're force fed every day, and it's like, oh, 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 we're doing this again? No, I'm good. I'm out. Like, I tell an interesting story. If you want, like, to use that kind of stuff, to, like, there's nothing wrong with taking like current events and like writing an interesting story based off of it. Trophy. Or, or telling a story that like has like parallel themes, you know. I think that there's an art to doing that kind of stuff, and there's I I'm not opposed to that. But it was like the problem with the CW is on Monday you have a story that hits the mainstream news, and then the following Monday, you know, you got a freaking which I know it's not that's being you know dramatic. But it's like the following Monday you got like oh we're telling that story now in the CW, and it's just like. It got to be. It got to be where they just did that so much that I, I I bounced out of it. I just feel like, you know, the early CW stuff. You know, the early Arrow stuff was when it was best. It was really really good. I know, but I've watched them all, and I kind of have to see how uh, Flash ends, and they all. End. Yeah, yeah. Which I enjoy the guy that plays the Flash. So, only when I like Supergirl. Dude, that show's trash. <laughs> that oh, show's so bad. I like Supergirl. She was a good Supergirl, but like that's why I like it. That's you, the only reason I like it. I, she's very good at playing Supergirl. You want to talk about like social political friggin' parallels? That's ridiculous. Well, that what they what horrible. they did with the with her relationship with yeah with Luther, Luther's daughter, and they like did all like that was horrible. And it's just <sighs> yeah, but I mean, you killed your main villain, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah they're going. building towards that, and then they're like, no, nah, we're just gonna make them friends. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you win some, you lose some. 
So John Constantine or the uh, Constantine, that was an amazing freaking show. That first series, that first uh, uh, season, and then they canceled it. So there's that. I know, you but you know, he's back. One, right? No, 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 no. There's a, on the CW. They had oh, actually went on CW. It was on Sci-Fi. They had Constantine, and he has like a like an actual horror show. Oh, okay. It's really good. And then they canceled it, but then they added him to Legends of Tomorrow, which that show was not bad. I enjoyed that pretty good. That I, show I, is comic relief, and I love it. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, but that just show is just comic relief, and I just find it hysterical. But anyways, yeah. So, yeah, back to Batman. I know, MZ, I've, I've done a really bad job as the, you know, as the DC fanboy of the show. Um, not saying Batman enough. You're right. And I have failed our audience. I've let everybody down. So... I'm on you. I will say I'm at all the games that you listed. Uh, Spider- Gotham Knight, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Guardians of the Galaxy. Me personally, we can go around the table and answer this, but I would say I'm most hyped about Gotham Knights. And then Spider-Man and Wolverine, dude. I don't know. I'm kind of torn. It's like a 50-50 on that one. That's very much a tie. And then Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't like the movies. I don't like the characters. I don't like the way they've been portrayed in literally anything. Um, I don't. I didn't like them in Ultimate Alliance three. So I'm the least hyped about that. That one I probably won't even buy day one. So and I enjoyed Avengers, but and I I, I just can't. I, I'm just there. They, that's a game they're going to have to keep showing me and and keep selling me on because I'm not I'm not uh, all about the Guardians. I'm actually sold on that one already. See, well, there you go. See, that's why they showed us all these great things because there's something for everybody. I'm so also you, sold on Guardians. There you go. I don't know why they didn't show the release date for Gran Turismo because I mean that might change my opinion on that one. But, <sighs> you know, what do I know? <laughs> it sounds like it's painful when I say that. It sounds like I'm hurting you. <laughs> no, nah, it's good. It's good. It sounds like I'm deflating. It's like like, like Joe the hot air. Daryl's like, where's the release date for Resident Evil versus? Dude, I wish. God, dog. No, they, they keep delaying that one. You want to talk about calling something, calling your shot early and then not being able to deliver. That game got delayed twice and then it got delayed to Infinity and Beyond. Yeah, Halo's going to come out complete East before Sports that game. Pipe shooting yeah, I, don't think, I don't think that's true. <laughs> you hear what I said, Zach? What? What? I said, I said, Halo's gonna come out complete before uh, before Resident Evil Versus. <laughs> I don't believe it. Gonna... Uh, do you have any more questions, or is it time to land a plane? No, dude, we, we have like more. ten more. <laughs> we Jesus. legit have like ten more. Yeah. All right, I got JT's little string of questions coming up now. Okay, here's a good question. Let's say someone collected and played a complete North America set of NES games, but never never graded, never got rid of them, doesn't intend to sell them. The, sell them. Are they still a gamer? Are you a collector, or are you both at the same time? Uh, I think this is a Joe question. This is a Joe and Zach question, because they had strong opinions about this last week. Can you repeat the question one more time? I didn't hear you. Yeah, use your big boy voice. Uh, Let's T-Bird. say someone collected a game, uh, collected a complete <laughs> North America set of NES games, but never graded, never, never, 
God, why did you make me do this again? Sorry, <laughs> Tanner, graded, my brain never is got divided. rid of them. Doesn't intend to sell them. Are they still a gamer? Are they? Are you a collector, or are you both at the same time? So do they uh, do they own them because they like them, or did they just buy them for pure value and then just decided not to sell them? That's my question. I mean, if you bought them for pure value, you can suck on my hang down. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel about that one. <clears throat> I mean, if you're buying it for value, you're more of a collector. But if you like it, you're more of a gamer. If that's the part of the damn problem. It. But what if you bought them just to have them? Like your knee, you, you didn't do. Yeah, I'm not buying them to well, sell them. I'll never say. In my opinion, oh. Oh, I so mean, if you're not going to play them, yeah. <laughs> if you don't even like it and you just bought it just to have it, that's a waste of money. I gotta have it. I've done that a couple times with games. So I'm like, oh, this game looks nice, and just bought it to have it and never played it. Dude, that's my whole house. That's the truth. Yeah, that's why. I, also, probably a reason why I have a lot of these shitty, like, dollar PC titty games is like, you know, what? I want to build my, <laughs> I want to build my library. Dude, <laughs> library of dollar PC titty games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna buy these games and not play them. He's, He's like, like, I'm gonna have the greatest anime titty collection of all time. <laughs> I just like suck that. on that Guinness. <laughs> Corey cool, playing games for 147 hours. F that. <laughs> I got the anime titty collection to end all anime titty collections. <laughs> At dollar store value. Uh, yeah, you know what? There's boobies on there. I just like to have that. Never going to play it. Never going to sell it. Just going to have it. <laughs> I dig it. I would say you are a friend of the community. You have things. <laughs> You enjoy things. You don't plan on selling things. You're a friend of mine. You've got a friend in me. Dude. Ah. <laughs> oh, this fucking yep. By the way. I hit a damn shot at all. We keep getting more questions as this continues. <laughs> yeah, Jared. Great. Uh, I, know. I, I, I cut them off. Like, whatever's on the dock is on the dock. The rest of them can go oh, next I was going to read one of Jared's. Uh, he added a really good one. He's making fun of you, but yeah. What the F? That's a terrible question. You don't want to <laughs> let's, let's hear it. That's probably going to be best question of the night. Let's get to that's question right, of the night. Yeah, I'll go ahead and just go to it. <laughs> what the? It says, Jared writes, is there a Patreon tier that can be created so we can get Daryl to re-record the Anchor FM commercial so we don't need to hear his brain fart 30 seconds into read every week? <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, it's a funny story about that, right? So, I have been meaning to re-record that, but I just haven't done it. I, I, when I hear it, I'm like, oh, crap, I, I got to re-record that. Then I thought about, like, mixing it up and then having each host record one. So, I don't know, Jared, who do you, who do you want to hear? I think he just called you out. He wants to hear your voice. Uh, I'll do another one. <laughs> But I don't think there only needs to be one. Anyways. Uh, Shadowless Edge writes, what would be your superhero? You just wait, my next ad is going to be a freaking cluster. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the good, 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 uh, anchor, um, Batman, um, podcast. 
Where's Resident Evil? But where's the Gran Turismo 7? <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. I'll say, I'll say that. Oh, man. Uh, sorry, Tanner. Continue. What would be your superhero origin story? And what about, and what powers do you have? Kali, you go first. Superhero origin story. Uh, Well, actually, I do have a superhero origin story. Okay. I was uh, born, the day after taxes are due, uh, to my mother was a nurse, my father was a businessman, and my superpower is the gift of talk, and so I was able to talk myself onto this podcast. That is true. That happened. (laughs) (laughs) So. Hmm. All right. That's good. What would your superhero name be? Uh, coming in talk Kali. I don't know. Uh, all right, there you go. All right, sorry. That... I... What was that? Superhero origin story and your powers. All right. Uh, I sat on a cucumber and pickleized it. Changed my life. Oh my God. <laughs> Ever since then, my ability was to sit on anybody, and then they become. <laughs> Uh, what? What is your sat on a magic cucumber? Essentially, <laughs> what awesome. is your uh, what is your superhero name or supervillain name with a power like that? Shalong. <laughs> Shalong. No, it's just like one word. Shalong. How many O's are in that? I, uh, all three. <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> All right, so we got coming in talk, Kali and Shloom, <laughs> the pickleizer. Uh, all right, what about you, uh, T Bird? What is your? I got nothing, dude. Oh, come on, T Bird, be creative with us. I am not creative. All right. All right, all right. Now we got to all take turns since, since Tanner didn't have an origin story. We got to give him one. So, perfect. I'll start. There's an anime playing, <laughs> all right, and there are anime boobies on screen. A little unsuspecting T bird walks into the room, seeing said anime playing, and then he is forever changed. Because he felt the power of the magic. All right, Kali, popcorn you. Uh, the magic schlong. We've <laughs> 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 oh, two people's origin stories together now. <laughs> They're a tag team. You got schlong and anime titty. <laughs> As the, uh, it was actually the male, because um, we're on a plane, right? Yes, we're on point. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> it's the male stewardess. It was bringing him to bring a drink, but unfortunately, his slog, which is a good 10 inches, stuck out a little too far. Wow, so I, I got like, this is like, okay. 
It's a little, little teaser to see an anime boobies. So I'm, I'm tagging. Uh, can I tag in? Tag so, in. Go for it. Where'd you, where'd All right. Go, so, his, so his superpower is that his schlong detaches and becomes the giant dildo sword <laughs> that he uses to fight off the evil anime titty vampires. <laughs> it can also transform into a rocket missile. Oh so it just launches off his crotch. <laughs> this is the greatest cut. <laughs> it's like got, on uh, a... Orgasmo. <laughs> I got a thick rocket. All right. He's got like, a cog rocket. Cog rocket. <laughs> He's cock knocker. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So wait, wait. We got to back it up. So T Bird's origin story is little T Bird. We don't know how old he is. He's on a plane. He <laughs> see, <laughs> it comes to a crossroads of a flight attendant long and a anime movie. <laughs> and then all of a sudden detaches the little T-bird. And it now becomes a sword who he fights anime vampires. That's pretty dope. What's your, what's your name? What's your superhero name, Tanner? Y'all want to come out of that one too? <laughs> plump. Plump. <laughs> it's a little Clementine. <laughs> a little Clementine. Uh, <laughs> he's a, uh, every time he says they are so plump, the rocket explodes. God. <laughs> it be, he becomes plump. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, he expands. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, dog! All right, Joe. <laughs> Superhero origin story. Shit, I can't top that one. No, no one can. All right, so I guess I'm sitting at my desk, and I'm playing some video games. And go. all of a sudden, I get zapped into the game. I don't know. I suck at this. You guys and, do mine. Go and ahead. You get zapped into the game, and it's Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to rescue all the boyfriends from the dungeon. Nice. With, with your powers of persona. Which are? Yeah, what are my powers? Let's... Who's tagging in for that one? He's like he's like Mystique, right? Except for his, his body doesn't change, but his personality changes. <laughs> in order to woo the boyfriends. <laughs> he's got a oo side. He's got a, uh, <laughs> a, a what, what would be another personality he's got? Uh, he has the strong, independent black female side. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's just going to have like a whole set of personalities of like support characters. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, not, he's not a lead. He's just... <laughs> So, my, my superhero name is Sidekick. sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It's, 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 it's just spelled S Y D. Yeah, like a rap name. Cause, cause that's, one of, cause that's one of your personas. Did you rap? Like the boyfriends? <laughs> oh, you know what? His beat could be like devastating sound waves or something. There and then know. his lyrics, like, he could like rap what's going to happen in the future and then like. It happens or something. But he sounds oh. like Tom McDonald. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, awesome. my God. All Absolutely. right. 
Yeah, I mean, so far. So I guess, uh, so I'm going to round this out. I am, I'm like a burglar, okay? I am the masked mandate. The turd burglar. That's right, where I, I go around and I set uh, overbearing rules for people that have absolutely no basis in anything factual or realistic. And I sneak around. You remember the Hamburglar? Yep. Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> I, I look like the Hamburglar, but it, yeah, I just go around and I just I just write rules for everybody. So uh, one of the rules I would write for Tanner is that he could only use his superpowers on a plane because that is where he gained his superpowers. Uh, for Joe, I would say he can only hey, you're making, rap. Never mind, I'm not going to finish that one. <laughs> so for, for Joe, my mask mandate would be that he can only use his rapping powers um, on a podcast. So Joe, you're going to have to rap for us. Yo, yo, my raps are tight. My underwear is too. I hate trophy whores, and you should too. <laughs> there you go. Booyah, booyah. And all the boyfriends are rushing to the yard. <laughs> so there you go. You know what, Daryl? I think I figured out another superpower you would have to. All right. You stare at somebody intensely, they become immensely bald. <laughs> I can stare your hair away. There you go. Yeah. Wait, what would I? What would be my rule? Um, my rule would be, so I would have to, uh, I would have to come into your house. I would sneak in there and I wouldn't let Jim know. And then I would, would only allow you to play PlayStation games and you would never be allowed to play PC again. (laughs) So, and, and of course, uh, Jim would know because he would be affected by the mask mandate as well. So therefore Jim. Would all of a sudden he would leave in a panic and would come back with a PS5 and be like, I-, I can't play this PZ trash anymore. I need this. And then before you know it, he's playing Returnal and Ratchet Clank, Spider Man, Wolverine, Spider Man 2, you know, all that stuff. <sighs> but every time I use my power, it would sound like, Come on, man. No, oh, come on. It's the, it's the only that's the only words I have. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> As you check your watch intensely. <laughs> As everyone around me dies. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, come on, man. It ain't time to leave yet. Come on, man. My <laughs> chocolate chip ice cream. That sounds good right now. It sure does, actually. <laughs> All right. MZ asks, what is the update <laughs> for games between CJ, Daryl, and Levi? Um, so here's the way it works, MZ. And I'm actually going I'm, to I'm have all the listeners lean in on this one. Several months back before Push to Plat came to a screeching, fiery, devastating halt. And CJ realized that the error of his ways was to, you know, no longer have a podcast alongside the Loot Bros, but in fact, to join the Loot Bros, become one with the Loot Bros. Uh, he had me and Levi on. He was like, hey, I challenge you to play games that, that 
we each enjoy in hopes the other person across the table would enjoy. But the rule was you had to play the games to to completion. So he gave Levi a couple games. Levi gave him a couple games that we both, they both gave me games. I gave them games. And I believe I'm the only one of the three of us that have actually played the games that that were on the list. So CJ told me he wanted me to play Nier Automata. Or Automata, whatever. So I fired up the old Game Pass machine and it just wasn't, it wasn't me. It wasn't a thing, you know. Uh, I will return to it, but I, I don't know. The perspective changing a whole bunch. I didn't know. It wasn't really my wasn't really my thing. The little airplane mini games. I wasn't really, wasn't really feeling you that. that. in the beginning, though. So. Okay, well, good. Because, I mean, that, that, you do that real early, too. And I was like, eh, not really. I was, I was hoping to, like, punch and kick stuff and kill things. Um. Then, so, CJ also gave me Visage. Now, Visage, I started playing and I'm almost finished with. I really, that is a scary freaking game. That is one of the most intense first person, you know, psychological horror games I've ever played. And so CJ and I had talked about doing a Loot Bros deep dive on that game. So whenever we schedule said deep dive, that game will be completed. We're both actually almost finished with it. Uh, matter of fact, shout out uh, to one of our listeners. Uh, who has been playing that game. I actually logged on one day and watched uh, Tyler Owens, one of our listeners, one of the friends of the show. He was playing the game, and uh, he, he got pretty far, actually. It's pretty good. Um, so there's that. And then um, Levi gave me a bunch of trash games, like a bunch of garbage. Wasteland 3. They're yeah. all masterpieces, Daryl. What are you talking about? <laughs> that game is not good. Masterpiece. Uh, but it, it, it's probably, okay. To be fair, it's probably a good game for what it is. You know, uh, this point and click strategy RPG style games or whatever. <clears throat> I, I just don't, I don't enjoy that style of game. And so telling my characters to go stand somewhere in hopes that they'll shoot something and not get flanked and not get killed is not the way I want to play. But so I played that for a couple hours and then Alien Isolation, which we all know the community has really had it out for me for that bag of trash so i am almost done with alien isolation that is my game goal for the weekend because patreon producer nz nitro thought it was real cute to double down on this one you know to, to make me finish it so it should be a 300 platinum oh f no <laughs> I, will not, <laughs> I will not platinum this game <laughs> no i won't beat this game again this game is terrible it's just it's boring so I'll do my uh, my review on it, and I will give you all my full thoughts. But yeah, so as as it stands, and I gave these guys shorter, much easier games, and I don't think they've even played them. I gave freaking Levi Parasite Eve. Like that game's amazing, and he loves retro stuff. He can beat that game in less than ten hours, and it's awesome. Turn based action RPG with survival horror elements. It's like Final Fantasy and Resident Evil had a baby, and her name was Aya Bray. It's awesome. So basically what I'm saying, NZ, is these boys suck, and they need to get on it. Right. That's all I have to say about that. Well, okay, more NZ. Will you ever beat Zombies Mode on Black Ops Cold War? I don't know that we can. <clears throat> so, NZ and I made it to round 34. Five thirty-six the other day. So, 
I don't know that we can beat it. I know we've beat, I, I mean, we, if we were doing like a 20 round, I mean, I don't know. He may, he knows more than I do. Maybe there is an end to it. There's maybe, a, maybe I'm tired of carrying you. MZ. There is a bunch of um, story stuff you can do in there. Yeah. We're working on some Easter egg that's, I guess there's a trophy attached to. Um, that one has been kind of mildly frustrating for us. Like we keep botching it, but yeah. It's been fun though. I mean, like honestly, like I went into it with the idea, like maybe we'll get a group together, we'll focus on trophy stuff, we'll just get the trophies and get out. And even though I will enjoy it, I didn't know how what kind of like lasting power it had, you know? Because, but I'm just I'm having so much fun playing. I don't care. It it's just it's 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 clicking. So <clears throat> got a trophy by the way. HR wondering. Yes, yes, yes. And more MZ. <laughs> Don't forget to add the weekly edition of Batman Wrestling Goodness in this week, Daryl. Well, don't you worry, Enzi. We had all kinds of wrestling talk before the show. We almost lost Kali. So she actually try, almost bailed on us because we were talking about how great AEW is right now and how even though CM Puke sucks as a human being, it's really good that he's back in the wrestling business and he's in AEW. The fact that Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. That's Story right. time with Adam Cole. That's right. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, and then, then Brian Danielson. You know, oh, it's good. It's good because he's nah, he, gonna he have suck a dick right now. He just jumped the line. He just jumped past my boy Powerhouse Hobbs for number one contender. Hey, Not man. feeling that. He can have it. And Hangman. He just jumped Hangman. Stole Hangman's title match. He don't need it. He wasn't doing nothing with it. Yeah, he wasn't doing nothing. Dude, That's his right. kid had a he. His kid had a baby. Jesus. <laughs> His woman had a baby. Had a kid. Well, you know what? That's the cost of doing business, bro. This man had a kid. You knocking boots and you losing title shots. That should be his next shirt. Knocking boots. He's knocking boots shirt. and losing title shots. See, I'll be here all day, pro wrestling tees. So, yeah. Just sure. shooting shots, losing title shots. Well, there you go. Hey, but real talk, though. Uh, I am trying to pick up the Steelbook edition of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Best Buy said they had it. It said online they had it in stock. They didn't have it. They're liars. They're cheaters. They lie. They cheat. They steal. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. Guerrero. So you're saying Best Buy is Eddie Guerrero? Basically. Rest in peace. All right. Jared, where is CJ? Has Australia locked down the internet? Or has that pony gone into a coma eating too many carrots while watching Sony's sh- uh, showcase? <laughs> So, um, I do believe that the Australian government uh, has locked down the internet. I think they've been tracking his uh, Sony ponyisms. So, so apparently in Australia right now, especially not far from where CJ's at, <clears throat> there is mandatory lockdowns, curfews, and there's some sort of app to where like they can randomly ping you, and if you don't respond within 15 minutes, they send the popo after you, and you can be fine. Yeah. I was reading that in the New York Post this morning, actually. <clears throat> I actually messaged him because, like, uh, some the article was going around, and I read it, and I was like, good Lord, man. Like, I knew it was crazy over there, but this is a freaking lunacy. So then I reached out to him. I was like, hey, is that jump really happening? Is that going on over there? And he was like, I guess his area is a little north of where all the real crazy stuff's happening. Uh, but he did say <clears throat> that he reached out to Jim Ryan and thanked him personally for that amazing PlayStation showcase. And then he gave back the game pass 
commission check that he gets for pimping Game Pass because he told he told Phil Spencer that he's just not going to be able to do that anymore. They just don't have the games. <laughs> they don't have the games. So, uh, best of luck to you, CJ, with your lockdown. Can't wait to have you back. I mean, you heard it first. He's converted, apparently. 100%. Maybe he just can't come on the podcast because he's so upset that he converted that he can't face us on the on the podcast. He just can't he just can't come face to face with us and understand that he made the wrong choice. He did. So, but you know, he made the wrong choice initially. Let's all be fair. He got a Series X initially. But then he saw the error of his ways and got a PlayStation 5. So, he's come around. He's come around. I will say this, I think that CJ would be, have been left in the dark had he not joined the Loot Bros when he did. So, you're welcome, CJ. So you're saying we showed we showed him the light. That's right. We we did. So. One would say we broke the walls down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we broke the code. We gave him a code oh, breaker. Code breaker. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, CJ is one of a kind. Uh. <laughs> He's lion salting himself on. To the PlayStation. There you go. Right yeah. now. So. Um, <laughs> a couple of months back, some more Jared. A couple of months back, I asked a question about the destruction of game de- destruction of a game developer's original vision with regards to censoring Miranda's ass from Mass Effect. I think Daryl agreed that changing the creator's vision was wrong. Is Daryl a hypocrite by not playing the, with the developer's true vision of Siron Kagura with? <laughs> Which, by <laughs> the way, is already censored and doesn't show any nudity. So <clears throat> they put in the menu, in the options, you can turn off the clothes breaking. You remember when we watched that uh, anime, Icky Towson or whatever, Tanner, and they punched each other and then their boobies fought, popped out? You got to be more specific, man. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the only anime I know. So. <laughs> so. But anyways, yeah, in the, during the combat system, when you fight the bosses and even the minions, you can, you, when you're hitting, when you get to like a certain amount of damage or whatever, like parts of their clothing will fall. They'll do like a slow motion, fly through the air, and then like all of a sudden, like half their skirt will be missing or their shirt will be missing. And <clears throat> it gives you the option in the menus to turn that off. So I, I did. Is that the artist's original vision? Well, they wouldn't have put it in there if it wasn't their buddy. Their vision was like a light switch. You can turn it on, you can turn it off. Still their vision, right? Still a light switch. So there, that's what I did. I flipped the switch. Shame on you. <laughs> I just don't think that it's appropriate for me to have um, anime people bursting into their underwear, which the game is censored. There is like, it's censored. There's no nudity in it. So, but even still, like if I'm sitting there playing that on my Vita and one of my kids walks up, I don't need them to see no anime drawers on there. Like, what are you playing, Dad? You sick pervert? <laughs> hey, I what do like you think this, this is? T Bird's origin story? <laughs> yeah, I don't want my kids becoming their anime pervs. <laughs> I don't want them sprouting friggin' rockets and having weird origin stories. <laughs> 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 So, so yeah, and, and you know, for the record, I think anime is for pervs. You only no, 
You only oh, you only Wait, listen what? and hear about the bad stuff. You don't actually watch the good stuff. So here's a story for you. you. Here's an anime story. Blade, and basically she transforms and her tits are out. Yeah, you showed me two animes and they were both no, pervy. you picked that one. Like, Dude, this one looks cool. Let's watch it. Because we both didn't know what it was about. Uh, that's true. That's true. Let's play but, dope, though. I mean, dude, the premise was awesome. And her little shotgun glaive glove thing she had was dope. And so <clears throat> it's just weird that every time she transformed, her boobies popped out. But um, so my daughter comes home from school this week and she says, <clears throat> a little boy went to the library. Uh, uh, and she, she made it like it was the public library, not the school library, and rented or checked out a uh, Naruto graphic novel. Uh-huh. And apparently, or or well, I guess they call them manga yeah. when they're when they're anime. Anyways, yeah. but apparently, there's a scene in there where a character is completely naked. So he brought the book to school and was showing all the kids in the class the naked character in in Naruto. Or whatever. That just sounds like bad parenting to me. <laughs> well, he got my daughter ratted him out, so he got called to the principal's <laughs> office. Oh, <no>. and, then, <laughs> and I've already told my kids that anime is weird, and to be be very careful of all the weird kids watching anime. So you just say you just tell your kids anime is the devil. <laughs> anime is the devil. Anime's the devil. It's like I like anime, Daddy. <laughs> they show Wait, me their so movies, and I like them too. You don't like watch any anime at all? Freak, no. What do you think I am? Some kind of nerd? That's the man that watches uh, Batman. Cartoons, baby. Cartoons are cool. What about... All right, how about this? What about uh, something like... Uh, I don't know. Uh, Transformers. Nope. Don't watch that either. I was watch a, Transformers? Freak, no. What do you think I am? Michael Bay fan? No, I... Um, no, I mean, about the like good the Transformers, Not the crappy Michael Bay ones. <laughs> Like G One Transformers, Trophy. No, yeah, like I I watched Batman Ninja. That was anime. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Well, then there, no. Then the answer's still no. I watched the first season of Castlevania. That's anime. Mm. What about you, Joe? Did you ever watch uh, Transformers? I love Transformers. I I own all of G One on on DVD. Hmm. Yep, I'm a huge Transformers fan. I'm going to see it in the movie theater next month. Next month, Michael Bay, baby, baby. No, 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 no. That's the good one. I'm going to see the. I'm going to see the original movie. Uh, Michael Bay needs to remake that. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I just farted. <laughs> I hope the microphone makes that shit up. <laughs> I just beat a game. <laughs> you farted and I beat I roll credits on uh Raging Justice. <laughs> oh you did? Uh, yep. Alright, next question, T Bird. What kind of game is Raging Justice? It's a side scroll beat 'em up and it's dope. Sure. Wait, is that the one where the where it's like red and yellow writing? Yeah. It's really cool. The graphics are very cool. It just came out, right? Like last year, I think. Uh, yeah. Did you platinum it or did you just beat it? No, I just beat it. In case you guys are, in case you guys are unaware, I'm excited about the Matrix Resurrections. I didn't even know a new Matrix movie was coming out till last week. The first trailer was incredible, in my opinion. Between the throwbacks to the original movie and the use of White Rabbit by 
Jeff, uh, Jefferson Airplane. Gives me chills. The marketing team that made that trailer did a good job. Another podcast is mostly about gaming. What do the Loot Bros think about the trailer for the new Matrix movie? Who all watched it? Me. Uh, I did. I don't watch that kind of trash. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, you collided. You watched the trailer for the new Matrix movie. I've been wanting to, like I started it, but didn't have time to finish it. I am a fan of the Matrix, so I do want to see it. I thought it was good, man. I thought it was a. Uh, Jared and I were messaging each other about this. Actually, um, I I knew it was coming. I just forgot about it. Like I, I saw something that was like, oh, new Matrix trailer coming next week. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. It'll happen when it happens. And it did. And I, I watched it. And I was, I was saying before the show started, it was so many callbacks to the first movie. Like it was borderline obnoxious. Like I'm like, wait a minute. Are we just rebooting this thing? Uh, but it looks really, really good. And it was funny because I watched the first Matrix movie beginning of this week, like Monday night. And I actually was watching the second Matrix movie while I was cooking dinner tonight. And uh, I just forgot how good they are. They're such good movies, especially the first one. So freaking good. I don't know who I saw. I don't know if I remember if I saw this on Twitter or in our actual Facebook group. Somebody said uh, that Keanu Reeves now looks like John Wick in the the movie. He does, yeah. (laughs) He doesn't try anymore. Yeah, no, he don't have to. You know, I'm from freaking John Wick. Do what I want. That dude's like, it's insane how resurrected his career is. And that's where it started right there. The Matrix, baby. Oh, because he made some movies about shooting people. Yeah, he's good the at gun it. gun-fu is real. That's right. <laughs> yes. Just all gun-fu. That's yeah. what they call it. He did. He did. But his his career really blew up during the Matrix. Like that first movie, just like you don't think he was famous before that. I didn't say he wasn't famous before that. I'm just saying he didn't have the release date for Gran Turismo. Okay, <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole other level. Man, he's just not cool enough. <laughs> no, 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 it was a big deal then. But I mean, I, I just remember going to the theaters and seeing that opening weekend. It was packed. Everyone I knew was talking about the Matrix. The Matrix flipped like action movies on their head. Like it, it was ahead of its time. Yes. And then like all of a sudden, my buddy Hector thought he was living in a simulation. It's crazy. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> that's a real thing. Wow. <laughs> Hector thought he was in the Matrix. A Matrix. Like for real. You're not we're not joking. Look, he ha- I'm not saying that he believes that currently. I'm just saying that like he has posed the question that how do we honestly know that we're not living in a simulation? As a matter of fact, a listener of the show, John Michael, uh, we call him Game Squat. He has quoted some uh, different scientists that say there is more evidence suggesting that we do live in a simulation now than there is suggesting that we don't. Uh, okay. There you go. Yep, it's weird. The Earth is also flat. Is it now? All right, Dan O'Brien. <laughs> or uh, AJ Styles. 
No, AJ's the, yeah, AJ's the flat earther. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not. Yes, I, he is. I no, I, I heard all those. I heard all those interviews. He gets pissed when you say that too. He was just he was just talking about the fact that he watched some videos, did a little research, and was like, "Man, they make some compelling arguments." And then all of a sudden, everyone around him on up, up, down, down, all that stuff started giving him a hard time calling him a flat earther. <laughs> so that was pretty funny, though. If I was AJ's friend, I was. You better believe there's two things. I'd be like, bro, you don't have the release date for Gran Turismo and you believe in flat earth. I mean, he should really have the release date though. I mean, you know, you make a compelling point. Really should. And one last question. Styling on you, bro. Are you sick of the satisfying the investors bullshit? Sure. Look forward to Look forward to Spider-Man 2, but announcing 2023 is stupid. I bet it doesn't release until 2024. You I mean, that's a long time away. I think they'll be able to hit that mark. Maybe. I mean, unless COVID-20 comes out. No, DLC doesn't come out for a while, Daryl. You're, you're good. Oh, <laughs> that's COVID-20's DLC. I mean, look, look. Th- here's the thing. Like I said earlier in the show, last week, everybody was crying. What's Sony doing? What are they up to? They're not talking. They've been saying that for six months to a year now. Why are they not talking? They start talking. Now all the crybaby gamers are like, what is what is so far away? What do you want? Okay. Joe, where's the vault? Where's that vault of just finished games that they're sitting on? Where's it at? Just open it up. <laughs> Apparently they're opening it now. Um, yeah, but they're opening it. They're like like cracking it open and it's looking too at slow. it. It's too slow for the masses. <laughs> it's like it's going to take till 2024 to get this thing open. So, Donnie was right. Donnie's always right. Don't Donnie don't give him right. credit, please. Donnie was right. We need to bring Donnie on because he's crybaby gamers. You can't please him. Just last week, the narrative was Sony ain't talking. They ain't got nothing. No game, Sony. So they, they had the three games, and now they got nothing. And they're like, hey, by the way, here's 10 more amazing games that you're all going to buy and you're all going to love. And then now it's like, oh, 2024. But now, and it, doesn't like Xbox have everything announced to like 2029 at this point? Who knows? They got enough studios to release a game every month from now till 2030. And they're all going to be sixes. Yeah, but they got games then, Daryl. Doesn't matter if they're sixes. Hey, doesn't matter if it's an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. So, so for questions, there you go. I'm glad. I'm glad they got games. I'm glad. Uh, you ain't first, then your Xbox. <laughs> Wait, did somebody ask a question about Ellen Wake? The Flash masterpiece. We all know. Another one from Jared. I'm not going to read. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At some point in time, you got to cut him off. Jared wins community question. I don't know, man. I think Shadowless Edge had a really good one with the oh. origin story. Oh, is that the origin story? All right, Shadowless hey. Edge, you take the victory this week. Yeah, but trophy. Sorry about my dick shooting off. It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry, Enzi. <laughs> Batman can't beat that. <laughs> you can't. He's got a plan for everything except for tiny T birds. <laughs> He's got a little rocket. Little Clementine's dick rocket. Plans for everything but dick rockets. <laughs> Batman sees the little rocket. He's like, "How does this even work?" Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> the Joker, 
Two Face, Penguin, Roger Bro, Clementine. He's my greatest villain. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Anybody got anything else they want to say or add or recant? You want to go back on your words? Apologize for? Nope. Nothing? I apologize for Tricky being on the show last week. I'm sorry you had to deal with that bullshit, guys. <laughs> Tricky was a great guest. He did good. I mean, he sounded good for the first 30 minutes I listened to. Did you listen to, did you listen to Trophy Horrors where they called him fat? Oh my gosh, that was terrible. They should have never done that. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> that was messed up. His own host to take his shots at him. I know. You know what? I'm on Team Tricky now. Enough's enough. It's time for a change. Poor Tricky. I mean, when you talk that much shit, man, people are going to come for you, though. Yep. He's not a nugget. He's a champion. Well, he can't eat the spicy nuggets because he almost killed himself. What? You didn't hear that story, Kali? <laughs> no, she don't listen to the show because Alex bullied her. Oh. You, you talk like that's, uh, that's no, not an okay thing to do. Uh, no, no, so, no, no. That's uh, legit. That's what happened. I, I know, I know, I know. He had so Tricky had some kind of like infection in his mouth. Where, like, he, <laughs> yeah, he did. basically basically he had like a nerve right and mm-hmm. he 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 wasn't allowed to eat anything spicy but his dumb ass got wendy's nuggets right and they put a spicy one in with his regular nuggets because like you know how it happens sometimes well he ate the nug the spicy nugget and the nerve blew up and he almost bled to death in his mouth what yeah like a real story dang i don't know tricky said it's got to be real <laughs> to me, yes. <laughs> Basically, that's what he said. These are true things he said on his podcast. I, I kid you not. Ever just so upset that you want to try to take your own life with a chicken nugget? <laughs> Dang. Wow. It's a joke. It's a bad joke. Dang. But still, that's a terrible joke. The Suicide Squad. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is some sort of Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's enough. All right, this is the Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you guys so much for coming on here and shooting the breeze, talking about some bull crap, talking about some games, origin stories, all that good stuff. If you like what you heard, there is more on the Patreon. And yes, we do cut out some of the BS on the Patreon. That's right. We're straight shooters on there. You get straight topics, straight deep dives. Every now and again, a little extra BS. We got the Loot Bros comic cast coming back. My co-host, uh, oh, here's an update. My co-host, Josh Adams, he got COVID and had been hospitalized for a little while. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. So he is out of the hospital doing better. He ended up getting pneumonia from it. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. It sucks. Um we were messaging back and forth the other day and he just like, you know, he's like, Hey, I got nothing else to do, but lay around and read. So, um, you know, we, he was jumping back into some books and he's been working on a comic, which has been a part of the reason why we haven't been recording. But, uh, but yes, yeah, so the comic cast is coming back. Uh, we got the drift cast, the monthly Nintendo drift cast. That's right. Kalai and Joe, you guys do a great job getting on there and, uh, giving the old rub and tug to Nintendo. 
Yeah. Somebody has to. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, CJ puts out the wish list. Uh, that is a Patreon exclusive bonus episode available even at the one dollar tier. Um, and then he's got his monthly Xbox podcast called Avocation to Climb. And then we have two two three six is on hold. That's it. Is that all of our shows? It's just been on hold for like two years. Uh, what I've been doing is when I do survival horror conversations, or even when we did the Resident Evil breakdown, I'll rip that stuff out and then put it on there to kind of like can keep all the horror talk together. But I don't. I just don't have time. Like it's just right now, uh, it is not possible. So, but in October seventeenth, my wife is changing over to her new schedule and I am changing my schedule at work and things are about to change for me, baby. I'm about to do a whole lot more podcasting. So who knows what's going to happen after October. That's awesome. So, yep. Lots, lots more Batcast and Wrestlecast. So, and it looks like I'm, Two kids down for soccer tomorrow after making a joke about my kids not getting sick. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. See, you brought that hex upon them, bro. I've gotten two messages for kids being sick. It's a goddamn public school system. I blame them. It's all their fault. They're eating that rice arona. Oh, that's a COVID joke. <laughs> that's good. It's terrible. Terrible. Everything's terrible. You know what? The mask mandate would come out and say no more public school. That's my new rule. You could always hold school your kids. I want to. Do you really? I really do. Yeah, I would love to. But mm. We did it last year. You don't want to do that. You see, here's the thing, right? So my wife is the reason why we don't is because my wife will be the is the one who's home during the week, and she absolutely cannot do it. Uh, my wife is a brilliant woman. You give her a class full of adults, she will teach you fools all kinds of stuff. She's great with adults, children not so much, especially our children because they aggravate her. Well, me on the other hand. I've been working with youth and kids for my whole adult life. I freaking love it. So I, I, I don't have an issue with it. So the problem is I work too much during the week. And the weekends were filled with all of our extracurricular stuff. So who knows? Maybe maybe after October 17th, things might change around here. I don't know. But my my oldest has been making the case for homeschooling for about a year now. And he's just like, he's super smart. He's like his mama. And so he's in his AGP stuff. He's in the STEM program. So he's taking, he's sixth grade, taking pre-algebra and all that ELA extra stuff. And he's just like, all right, so check it out. I did this, this, and this. I did all my homework. He goes, and I can't progress forward because I'm waiting on all these slow kids in my class to get on my level. And he's like, let me do this from home. I can be done in three hours instead of wasting seven hours of my life waiting on the yeah, the whole class to catch up with him. It's like, dang, smart kid. Smart kid. My boy needs to skip a grade. He will. So, he will. He'll probably, if you don't skip one, he'll just graduate early. 
That, oh, wow. That'd be amazing. Yeah, my sister did. My sister graduated early. There's smart people in my family. I don't know what the F happened to me, but there's some smart ones around me. So, all these people around me, super smart, super successful. I'm over here doing a video game podcast and somebody's <laughs> ripping A every other word. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I may not have graduated early, but my senior year was awesome. I only had four classes. So I got to leave like early every day and only had to go for, uh, go to school for an hour on my B days. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. My senior year was awesome. <laughs> Even that's though I, I hardly showed up, but <laughs> I somehow passed. So. I started off like that. I was in AGP. I was uh, taking my classes early. Same way my son was. That's actually where I met my wife. Um, but uh, I only went on, on the school bus going to those classes. But uh, at some point in time, about the time my mom left, I decided school sucked and I didn't want to be there anymore. So I stopped going a lot. Got in a little bit of trouble. Apparently, you know, they can fail you for not going to class. Who knew? Yeah, they can definitely do that. Dumb rules. <laughs> Where's the mask mandate when you need it? <laughs> <laughs> New rule. Can't fail me for not going. So yeah, no, that sucked a little bit of balls. But. Um, pro tip: right before we leave, this is it. End of the show. Final thing I'm saying: WarriorWare is on the Switch at Walmart right now for forty one eighty eight. Go get it. And in my car. What? Exactly. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Just roll with it.